ChristopherMedia.net. A new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. And now, here are your hosts. Well, here we are, after the All-Star break. I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I'm the Ice Man. And All-Star Game happened last night. Either of you guys watch it? No. Wait, last night? I thought it happened Tuesday night. Or Tuesday, it's, I know what happened. It's got a, It's already... Ice, we're talking about this pre-show, pre-show chat. It already had to happen. They're playing baseball back again tomorrow. So... <laughs> um, no, I, I, I watched some clips. Uh, I didn't get a chance to, to watch it, watch it. I think I've watched it since um, I was like 12, if you want my honest <laughs> answer. Uh, I used to watch... Uh, every every year when I was a kid, and then probably around the early two thousands, started watching. When I started watching baseball again, started watching it. Uh, at least I, be honest with you, half the time the home run derby is more fun than the fucking all star game. So that's you know, that's what I would watch. But this year it was just uh, the situation I'm in. I didn't, I didn't have a way to watch it live, so I had to watch it in clips as it was happening. <laughs> so. Do they uh, still boycotted pl- Atlanta? I said, "Fuck it, I ain't watching none of it." I'll start okay. Miranda. Okay, so good. That's that's a lot of words to say that you have nothing to say. So, anyways, um, <laughs> like we were saying, yeah, apparently they had a bunch of people mic'd up, like on the field, and were talking to them during the game. And it's the All Star game; it's an exhibition game, essentially. It's just you know whatever. But I guess that like. There was a very good response to it, and so it's being thrown around to do that in regular season. And I'm like, I cannot imagine miking up players during a regular season, especially like the playoffs. And here's why I say that, because I heard the audio clip of this on Sports Talk of a pitcher who was miked up, but he thought it wasn't working. And so he had stopped talking, but they could he couldn't hear them talking to him, but they could still hear him, and he was still going out over the air. And he threw... You know, he threw a pitch. It was a called fucking ball, and he goes, "God damn it!" That, well, and then he, they dropped a fuck later. And, the, and well, so you're getting into exactly what I was going to get into. Someone's going to get canceled, 
Remember uh, uh, Justin? Oh no, you guys don't watch golf, but I'm sure you remember. We maybe we talked about it uh, in January. Uh, the guy called himself a faggot when he missed a shot, and oh boy, oh boy, he he had to go on an I mean, he had to go on an apology tour. He lost a couple sponsors. I'm surprised they didn't make him suck a dick in the fucking town square. Oh, he, he essentially had to, which the, the reparations he had to make, he, he did it symbolically. You know. But yeah, you you know exactly what I'm. Okay, so you see what I'm getting at. And Someone's then, going to get canceled. And then on top of that, to make it even more funny, the catcher came out and goes to him, "Hey man, remember you're still mic'd up." And he goes, "No, don't worry about that. It ain't working." And that got out over the years. So. <laughs> but I mean, my point is, is that if you have players mic'd up in the outfield, I can't imagine during regular season a pitcher would ever be mic'd up. But um, do, do people? Have they? Are there a lot of sports fans who don't understand that, like, what happens during sports, like the shit talking that goes on, the- and it's all to yourself. A lot of it too, like, I, like when that stuff happened with Justin Thomas with me and my friends. I was like, who among, like, if you might be up on the golf course, over, done. The things I say to myself, the names I call myself, g- good God, man, that's me driving. But yes, yeah, same thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean. Like, dude, it was uh, a couple years ago. I, I believe it was a couple seats. Well, right before, yeah, uh, the, what, 20 or 19, yeah, 2019 season. Remember the NFL said they're going to they're gonna make it so there's no more racial slurs used on the field. And we all laughed and we're like, you understand the league's 80% black, hey, like right? You, you ever met a black person, Raj? And, <laughs> and, and these are highly motivated type A got to control everything, got to dominate everything type motherfuckers. You think they're going to be like, hey, my fellow African-American, how are thee today? It, no, it doesn't work that way. There was a song on the top 40 charts called N-Words in Paris, and they didn't say N-Words. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, yeah. it was Kanye and Jay-Z. It's a good song. So glad I live in a society where we're reduced to talking like children because someone might get offended if, of us saying the word in the context that it was meant to be said. Hey, I said faggot, it's all right? picked up on the field during the season. There's shit that leads to bench-clearing brawls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just watched a, I just watched a little YouTube video on Dusty Baker and Tony LaRusso's uh, relationship through the years from players to head coaches. And they're both like, yeah, we're friends, but it seems like a frenemies type thing because <laughs> they had a couple on-field incidences, and especially in the high-def era, when you can really clearly see what's being said, they're like, well, you apologize to the rip leaders or, or lip readers out there. And I'm just like going, dude, there's no fucking way. Like, he clearly just told him to go fuck his mother, and he was like, suck my fucking cock. <laughs> like, you clearly saw them yelling that at each other across the baseball field from the dugouts. So it's like, yeah, you, even if you're mic'd up and you're sitting in the fucking dugout and some shit pops off and you're doing your best to be professional, ignore it, a hot mic's going to pick that up and then it's it's over with. Because then what happens? What we talk about constantly, the non-sports fans come in and try to apply their bullshit standards to something they have no idea about. You know what, though? I was thinking about this. Those people would be shocked. Those people would be absolutely beside themselves. If they listen to even women's sports, I'm sure that maybe an N-word is here and there, right? But, I, you know, I'm pretty sure they don't say cock and all of this shit, uh, you know, on their fields. 
But some of the shit they would say. You ever heard two women fucking talk shit to each other? That's what I'm saying. Mm. Some of the shit they would say in the in the you know in the middle of competing make some dudes go Jesus Christ, yeah. fucking people. Bro, I I yeah I, I a, a friend of a friend, her wife is a professional football player. They play at John Glenn High School. It's they they have a league and all like it's full contact. They play Iron Man, and her wife. Is you know she was a uh, a linebacker and a fucking tight end, and she's telling stories about shit, and she's like, oh, cunt, whore, slut, skank, skeezer, twat, any coos, any fucking thing. Like it ain't like yeah yeah, basically bitch and hooker is their n word. Bitch, please. Hooker, please. You know and they, got, I'm like, they got the whole period thing they can make fun of each other with, too. We don't have that. Like, And this is from the horse's mouth. And she's like, by the way, I know some men that would fucking would blush at some of this shit. And I'm just sitting there like, these are all lesbians, right? Of course they are, because these are the type of women I could be with. But they're like, well, sorry. <laughs> we ain't interested in what you got. <laughs> wrong plumbing. You barking up the wrong tree, homie. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, yeah, why can't it? Why can't? <sighs> but once again, that's not, to me, that's not a straight gay thing. That is a competitive spirit thing that's found in I don't give a fuck who you are. If you have it, you have it. If you don't, you don't. And you don't understand it. Yep. And if you don't understand, here's the thing. If we're not supposed to, if we don't understand something, aren't we supposed to be getting enlightened these days? Well, then shut the fuck up. As, as these people would say who have problems with athletes saying shit on the field, shut the fuck up, enlighten yourself, and put in the work, sweetie. Isn't that what you tell everybody? Take many seats and put the work in. Well, take many seats and put the work in. Why don't you read up on how fucking athletes are? Understand what they go through to get where they're at. Understand the mentality, the will, the strength it takes to do that. And I'm not talking strength physical, mental, emotional. And understand the, the, the drive that someone like that has. And then you'll understand why they get on the field and someone fucks up. And they're grabbing their teammate by their face mask going, are you fucking bullshitting me? Two fucking weeks we prepared for this play, and you blow it. Get the fuck out of my face. And if you played sports, you and know I told exactly you what I'm right talking about. The ball snapped. It was coming. I yep. told you it was coming. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. because in sports world, you did or you didn't. There is no, well, there is no, like, like that's what worries me about, like, the, the, this culture we're breeding with, you know, there's, like, Little League now where they don't keep score and all this. And, you know, they're, they're, they're constantly trying to breed competition out of sports when you're young. And then. No, that's the life lessons that it teaches you are they go well beyond sports. Absolutely. And you know what? Yeah. As as part of this, I, I actually coached and played and everything else. I watch also, okay? And and here's the thing, as much as they want to try to tone down the competition with females, males, all of it, the in sports period, okay, it doesn't work all the time. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it does, and the kid just goes off and, and, and you know, rainbows and ponies, and he's fine. Or she is fine. Uh, but, okay, for example, you, you look at Michael Jordan. Okay, we've talked about him on the podcast at Nauseam. All right, it, from nine years old, when he got cut from a basketball team, the man played with a chip on his shoulder until his last day. Okay. Yeah, he's, to this day, that, that fucking documentary, it became a meme. 
him sitting in the chair, and I took that personally because he kept everything. Yeah. I took that personally. <laughs> it gets, like, I said, it, it's, like I said, it teaches you it is or it isn't. When you get into the working world and you, you have a job or you, you're given a project at your job, you either got it done or you didn't. There isn't going to be like, oh, well, you tried hard, but you missed the mark. Yeah, and, 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 yeah you missed the mark. Sometimes it, you're, you're going to get fired. Like that's, right. that's what sports teaches you. It, you, you did or you didn't, you know. It's Yoda, right? Do or do not. There is no try. Right. And then you look at today, for example, LeBron James, great player. They've compared to Mike many times. Here's the difference. Oh, boy. LeBron James doesn't have that full competitive, that killer, I will do what it takes no, to doesn't. win. You're right. And that, that's where you separate. And, and that today, today, in any sport, in, with any sex, with any whoever you want to call them, if you got it, you got it. If you don't, you don't. I agree with you there because with the exception in recent history, and you find out he only took the shot because he knew he didn't have time to pass it off. He actually admitted that. How many last shots, how many famous buzzer-beating last shots has LeBron James made in his career? Yep. Bingo. He doesn't uh, want the ball at the end of the game. He doesn't have – it's. Another person I, that we talk about, well, I talk about ad nauseum. Patrice O'Neill called it years ago. Well, he didn't call it. He just said it. And he goes, any real basketball fan knows this, especially older ones. He doesn't have that killer instinct. He doesn't have that dagger that he wants to stick in your heart like Kobe and Bird and Magic and Isaiah and Michael did. He doesn't have it. Yeah, well, That doesn't mean he's not talented. And that doesn't mean that talent can't take an athletic ability and, and size can't take you far. Look how far it's taken him. But here's, to me, here's where the rubber meets the road. How many finals has he been in? How many finals has he won? How many fucking Super Bowls is fucking, oh, excuse me, my bad. The big games have fucking, <laughs> has Tom Brady been in? How many has he won? How many finals were fucking Jordan, was Jordan in? How many did he win? That's oh, where... Six. Oh. That's where we, that's where we separate the, the the wheat from the chat. You know what I'm saying? We, we we get down to the brass tacks. Yeah, I'll take LeBron anytime on my fucking pickup team. And yeah, in his prime, you could build a franchise around him. Keyword around him because he's one of those people who makes others better, but he's not the linchpin that he thinks he is. And that's the problem because he was such a hyped up motherfucker. That's why I can't stand talking about him anymore. Because everybody's still stuck on this 2003 hype coming about uh, 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 that was buzzing about him. He ain't that, and they're still trying to force him to to his 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 image as he's this savior of the NBA. Well, yeah. He's not. Well, it, the sports media though is a very big part of it. Because yesterday I sent you guys, or maybe two days ago, I sent you something in the chat. The NBA Finals are going on right now. You got the Phoenix Suns, who are Cinderella story, coming out of nowhere, out of the West. And then you got the, the other teams. You got the current Finals MVP on it, who took down the fucking Nets with Kevin uh, Durant scoring 50 points a game. And they're fucking sending out fucking uh, a little alerts of, here's LeBron watching basketball on TV. Like, are you fucking shitting me? Like, he's not in the finals. You still got to talk about him. Let's get into it now that we've turned to it. No, no, hold on. Finish the LeBron conversation. We'll get there, Ice. We'll get there, conversation rapist. It's not conversation rapist. You guys dove into it. Anyways, LeBron, it's funny because the NBA is is moving away from him. 
I, I get who their next best thing is. They're trying. They're trying. It's not there yet, but they're trying. As soon as he retires, as soon as LeBron retires, the Greek freak is all the rage. Well, the media has not gotten that message because, like, I, and it's not just ESPN, CBS, all kinds of fucking dumb shit. Or like, here's LeBron coach or watching his son play. Ba- the finals are going on. We're still talking about this motherfucker. Stop covering him. He's over. And you're talking. He- you're talking about him in a way that's not even in relation to what's going on with your the the fucking finals. It's yeah, it, here's the funny part in that sense. LeBron is like exactly like Michael Jordan. Whenever you say his name, somebody's going to look at it. It doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter if he's playing. Doesn't matter if he's watching. Doesn't matter if he's watching TV. It don't matter. A tweet does not okay. matter. Like, I swear to God, I'm not trying to be snarky. I'm not trying to be an ass. I'm just trying to understand what does brand recognition have to do with what we're talking about? Like, are you, I mean, like, is it, is it the the kind of, are you, are you saying that, like, because if they know if whatever they put about him, even if it's LeBron reads his shopping list, they're going to get hits. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. You put the name LeBron James, somebody's going to click it. I clicked it and sent it to you guys to be like, why are they still talking about him? They got what they wanted. You're right. Yeah. Okay. No, no. I just want to make sure I was understanding what you were saying, but it's exactly what they did with Mike. It didn't matter if he was owning a team. Didn't matter if he was coming back to play with the Wizards. Didn't matter what it was doing. Here, Michael Jordan swinging a bat in the minor leagues. Huh? What? Click. Yeah. I. Well, look. I. You know, NBA. Whatever. But. <clears throat> Real quick, I just I did want to just uh, uh, double back and get this thought in about uh, baseball because we did wander very far as we yeah. come through from the from the topic at hand, at least the initial topic. We're like it's jazz. Just a, We're like it's sports just, jazz. Yes, we, we all pick a key, we agree where to start, and we just kind of make it up as we go. Yeah. <laughs> it's called free jazz. If you don't know, sometimes we're not even in the same key. Just like free jazz. <laughs> hey, just look at me. I got jazz hands. Look, yeah. jazz fingers. Sometimes Earl shows up, plugs in like a Marshall half stack, and starts playing Metallica. <laughs> I love it, bitches. We're, we're, we're trying to do free jazz. He's like, I want to rock. <laughs> and then Mike Patton shows up and sings for us. <laughs> right. right. Cool. <laughs> cool. Now we're Mr. Bungle. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere. One listener's like, oh, I get that. There's some 45 <laughs> years old right now laughing his ass off. Anyways, um, I don't say this shit lightly because, like, grand, de- you know, declarations, uh, Earl, you pretty much have, have lo- that on lockdown on this, <laughs> yeah. this podcast, especially about athletes and the performance we're seeing. But I just got to say, once again, the Angels are the luckiest, unlucky team I've ever fucking seen in my life. They have Mike Trout, who for the last decade, the only person who even gave him a run for his money because he, he won the Triple Crown was Miguel Cabrera, and that was the early 2010s. Mike Trout was considered the best base player in baseball all, pretty much all last decade from when he got into the league. He's being wasted in Anaheim. New York, Boston, St. Louis, Chicago – he would be a fucking, he would be Derek Jeter level of fucking famous. Shohei Otani is doing something we've never seen in our lifetime in, the, in Major League Baseball. He's Babe Ruth 2.0. Yeah. 
Literally. He's Babe, he's Babe Ruth, but appears to even have a higher upside as far as his pitching. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you got to think about it. Babe Ruth, they moved him from pitcher to outfielder to get his bat in the lineup because he couldn't, even at his, in his young, after Boston t- sold him, basically, trade or sold him, traded him, whatever you want to look at it, to New York, he couldn't take the wear and tear of pitching once every four days and playing in the field every three or for, for, for three. Otani does that. And and excels at both to the point where he started in the outfield. He 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 was on the All Star team as excuse me, starting the outfield, starting pitcher, and could have been a starting outfielder, but he couldn't play two positions at the same time. Dude, it's amazing. It's seriously amazing. And I mean, I if he wasn't on Anaheim, this would be the biggest. This would be Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa part two. There you go, fucking uh, America, the Japanese once again. Fucking making us look like fucking assholes. Look at this. This guy's just going out there and producing. He's like, I'll play both sides of the ball. I'll be good at both. I can play. I can. He can play the whole fucking field. That's why the Japanese are kicking our ass. <laughs> well, I, you know, and uh, if we, uh, I'm on them a few years ago. Didn't we what? Bombs. Fucking fertilizer. Oh. <laughs> You're quoting fucking. Uh, what's his face? Andrew Dice play. Yeah. Andrew Dice gay. I am over here now. Yeah, but anyways. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd like mayonnaise. <laughs> anyways, uh, no, I... <laughs> sorry. I threw myself off with that one. <laughs> Dude, seriously, like... I, and and then I, I'm hesitant to even dip my toe in this because it's such... It's so ridiculous. I get that it's a double standard in some people's eyes, but ESPN came out and made fucking Stuart Scott do his fucking whole... I'm sorry. Whoa, because whoa, they, whoa. R.I.P. Stuart Scott. Stephen A. Or Stephen A. That'd be impressive as Stuart Scott. Scott. They brought the zombie of Stuart Scott. Now, see, if here, here you go. I'm, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you the difference between taking me at face value and assigning intent to something that I misspoke. I really don't care for Stuart A. Or St- Stuart. <laughs> Stuart uh, Stephen A. Smith. Smith. What, they, they, Stuart now? Now they, they had a baby. I, I really don't care for <laughs> Just call it that fast and move on. Call it the call it their black guy because that's. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like people are gonna be, oh, they all look the same. No, I. Anyways, it, still, it's not our fault. ESPN only has one high-profile black guy at a time. That's their problem. Okay, not ours. I just want Stuart. Scott is just the fucking man, and the sass is well not. Yeah, that's yeah. why he's Stephen, saying Stuart Scott. He's Stephen A. Smith peaked with that fucking Iverson interview in the 2000s, and it, that was it. Maybe I'm I mean, getting old his, and grumpy. Stephen A's starting to grow on me. I'm starting to agree with well, him more and more. Well, see, here's the thing. Like, he come out and he was, people were like, why is Otani not the face of baseball? And he come out and he goes, because, one, he's in Anaheim. Same as Trout. No one argued that point. No one was arguing at that point with Trout. You know what I'm saying? And then, of course, because you got the people who are trying to fucking find fault and everything and assign how they think something is it, it should be to what it is instead of dealing with it what it is. He goes, also, he doesn't really speak fluent English. He speaks through a translator. That hinders his marketability in this country. And people are like, that's racist. That's not racist. That's a fact. How is it when the facts become racist, you're a, you're a zealot. You're a cult member. You are not dealing with reality. You're seeing the world. What did you say earlier, Chris? We're talking oh, about not, someone. You're not living in reality on reality's terms. 
Boom. There you go. No, and he's right. right it's, if he could work the press better, he'd be a fucking super. It's the same reason Miguel Cabrera is not at the level he should be nationally. And of course, you know, here come here come all the people. You know, I made a co- I fucked up. I wanted into a comment section because the guy was like, "This is double standard. This is racist." Blah blah blah. The media the needs a soundbite. If if the, if this was a white guy, he'd have been fired already. And I was like, and just like the white guy, if he if it had been a white guy who said it, if Max Kellerman would have said it, he shouldn't have been fired. Neither should, should Smith. Period. End of story. I okay. It might be insensitive but no one has the right to not hear something that's insensitive it might be blunt but it it here's my question here's the litmus test does he use an interpreter when he gives interviews yeah yes or no yes and shut the fuck up what's more insulting what's more racist to assume that he's too ignorant to learn how to speak another fucking language at least to give some pat answers Enough to shill some fucking sugar water for Coke or Pepsi. Or to go, hey, man, even the fucking players who come over here. But <clears throat> case in point, let me, this is, let me, at one point in the 2000s, the Tigers infield was all native Latin speakers. That was their native language, or, or, or Spanish speakers. They're all from Latin America, except for Brandon Inge. You know what Brandon Inge did? Put, to be a better infielding unit, he learned Spanish. So did he put the little thing over the N in his name so he'd fit in. And then he put the thing over the N and then the thing over the E so he could fit in. Oh, we missed out on a perfect Ige Nino. Yeah. <laughs> Ige Nino. There you go. That could have been his that could have been his fucking nickname here in Detroit. He's the great he's the he's the token gringo. Because he was the only yeah, person so, on the infield yeah, who, so who was fucking a native English speaker. So is he racist because he learned Spanish to communicate with the rest of the team? And I and I and I made that in a comment. I said, "Look, I spent a third of my childhood in. I spent I spent a third of my childhood in Florida. I heard Spanish all the time. There is a there is literally now boxes you can check when you go to certain areas of the country where they say languages that you are capable of understanding and or fluent in, and Spanglish is one of them. It's its own thing. It's a combination of English and Spanish." It's nothing new. Italians do it all the time. Capiche ain't in a fucking English word. How many motherfuckers you ever met that are Italian? You understand me? Capiche? That means understand, motherfucker. I learned enough Spanish to be able to follow them within three, four, five months. I know kitchen Spanish. It's enough. It's it for me. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, fuck off with your assumption that asking anybody... To put any effort towards anything is somehow istophobe. I've always and, made this point. If I move to Mexico, I have to learn Spanish. Take your ass to Paris and don't speak French and find out how quick you get fucking treated like a fucking dog turd in a goddamn wedding cake. If I want to go ahead. All right. Well, let's do it. Let's do it this way, Rich. There was there was a, a Japanese guy. He was pretty big. He was a pretty big star, pretty big name. He was in uh, Seattle. I'm sure you know his name. God damn it. Just say it's yeah. Ichiro. Jesus Christ. Yes. Yes. It was Ichiro. And he spoke enough English to be that star. Yeah. He was okay. a bigger star in Seattle than he was when he was on the Yankees. Exactly. Well, so to, I, there's a large Japanese population in Seattle. That probably helped. But yeah. Yeah. But you remember when, uh, uh, oh, God damn. I forget his name. They used to, his nickname was Godzilla. Played for the Yankees in the 2000s. 
came over God came damn. over in like his late twenties, early thirties, and won Rookie of the Year. Yeah, and didn't he like do? Yeah, didn't he like set all kinds of records in like five years? <clears throat> Something like that. I forget his name. Oh, my point is, is oh, no, it wasn't. No, no, no. He was he was the Yankees. He was on the Yankees as far as I know from the beginning of his career until the end. I can't. If he went someplace else, I can't. I, it doesn't matter. The point is, is that even. They knew their strengths. The Yankees, see, the Yankees are pragmatists. The Yankees are going to get paid. Fuck you, pay me. The Yankees are the mafia. The Yankees are the U.S. Are, fuck the U.S. government. The Yankees are the IRS. Who? Hideki Matsui. Yep. Matsui, thank you. I, yes. I just found it, yeah. Yeah, Matsui. Okay, so the Yankees knew. Okay, obviously, now, I never really saw him learn enough, like, like English to have a long-form interview in English, but they also knew that he was a huge fucking draw in Japan and they wanted to fucking siphon off some of that fucking fans fan base and their fucking money to the Yankees. So what'd they do when he played in, in New York? He was a, he was a corner outfielder. His corner was fucking covered in goddamn ads that were in fucking Japanese. This is what we're not dealing with reality. These are professional athletes who are trying to make as much money as possible out of as short of a career or out of a career that could be very short. I mean, very short. Any minute could come to an end. Why is it wrong to have a discussion about why wouldn't an athlete try to expand his ability to make money? Why would If I was playing in Japan and I was an American-born athlete who spoke English and not a lick of, of Japanese, believe me, when I got off the plane and the interpreter come up to me from the team, I would go, it's good to meet you. Hope you like me because you're going to be my fucking Japanese professor. Because you need to teach me how to speak this shit. Period. End of story. I don't understand why that is fucking controversial. And he had to do his little penance in the court of public, in the kangaroo court of public opinion on ESPN the other day. Like, am I missing something, guys? I know we all pretty much think alike on a lot of this shit, but I mean, this is just the way that people think, man. That's Chris, give, give me the give me the devil's advocate side here, because I'm not really seeing how this is racist at all. Besides, you talked about someone. In a language they're not proficient in. I, the, the, I, the devil's advocate argument is like there's always an asshole on Twitter who's going to be mad about something. And that's because I'm with you on this. Like the media needs to sound, but if you can't work the media here, you're not going to be the media star. That's how it is. It's not because they need a soundbite. You're saying the only reason he's not a bigger star is because of his nationality. No, it's because he can't speak English. Oh, well, see, okay. that's not that's not factual. If that's what they're saying, that's not factual. Because as far as I saw, uh, granted, I didn't see the clip. I, I read the transcript. Stephen A. Smith and others were pointing out it. It's a it's an aggregate of of things. It's the sum of of all things. It's the fact that he is in Anaheim. He is on the West Coast. There is a time difference. Most people on the East Coast aren't staying up till ten o'clock to watch first pitch on a West Coast game. You know what I'm saying? So like. It what all that got ignored, and it is one thing pulled out and cherry picked, and that's where it's like, if that's your argument, well, the reason he's no, that was never said. You're lying. You are dismissed now. You can't adult conversation, and you are parting ways. Go to the naughty step until you can figure out how to fucking deal with shit like an adult and deal with facts and not fantasy. Because here's I'm not why, here to I'm not here to write which which. Here's why you don't argue with those people. Because those same people would go to Stephen A. when he's talking and go, you were absolutely right when he says a, a thing that's actually racist, it, you, embedded in racism. 
when when he goes and says uh, this team because the Brooklyn Nets didn't hire a coach that's black, you know, when he starts talking about black head coach, they're the same people that are there to rip him about this are appraising him about that. Now that is all embedded about racism, but this, yeah, that's called, dude, it's it's called double standards, and this is why I've I've been saying it's it. people. And it's like, that's racist, and you're good with it. This is just a state of fact, and you want to blow your, your head off over it? Get the fuck out of here. I mean, I like I said, dude, I, I, first of all, I, I, half the shit that, that people have declared racist, well more than half the shit that people have declared racist on, ES, on ESPN, I'm, I want to press... It's whole comments blanketed, blanketed in that, so don't get it twisted. I don't. I'm like, it's not racist. That's just a fact. And you people are fucking pissed off because why? Because uh, sports has winners and losers, and sometimes the winners all don't look like who you think should be standing at the fucking on at the it, on top of the podium or lifting the cup or fucking the Lombardi Trophy or whatever. Get the fuck out of my face. Because let me tell you I, something. I have, dude. Let me tell you something. Every fucking, every goddamn professional sport in this country, every fucking professional sport in this country could go all black front office to fucking the water boy. All, fuck it. Just do what they, do what some of these people really do want. And they're just, we'll hear it in our lifetimes. We don't want white people in sports. That's what they want. Okay, do that. Now, when the winners and losers and water starts finding its level start happening, what's your excuse then? (laughs) <laughs> what is your complaint then? How is this Whitey's fault then? How is this sy- systemic racism? How is this the patriarchy? How is this whatever invented bullshit, some fucking cocksucking piece of shit professor that invented some nonsense to get a paycheck to teach you bullshit came up with? It, dude, it's never, an, it's, that's why I'm saying, don't play the game. You can't play the game with these people because you can't, it, there's no winning. No, they can't, can't win. That's what I was going to say. I firmly believe there are people in this country now that get up, have their robe on, make their coffee, crack their knuckles, they get ready for work, they sit down at a desk, and their job is to go look at these fucking comments and, and state the the opposite. You know, a few years ago... Uh, reality. A few years ago, I would disagree with you. Now I don't. Because they probably work for like news news outlets. Yeah, dude, it's it, it's for anyone listening to what Ice and us are talking about. Going, oh, that's conspiracy theory stuff. That's tinfoil hat stuff. Let me tell you something. That's what they're making interns can, do nowadays. Chris, <laughs> you just hit on it. Chris can back me up on this. You've worked in the service industry, specifically the food service industry. A lot of people, whether or not they're valid or not, will go to reviews online to look up a restaurant. I've worked for fucking gen, uh, general managers and owners of restaurants that said, if you have absolute downtime, meaning nothing to clean, all the prep done, no customers, get on your phone, go to these pages, write glowing five-star reviews about us. Wow, well, see, I have not. Those are. I would tell really? those people, run your shit better. That's what I would tell those people. You want, you want good wow. comments, okay. run your shit better. But yeah, that I mean, dude, <laughs> dude, that is, I mean, pff, believe me, I, that is not something that's like a, 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 a remote experience for me. That is something that happened 
Oh no, I'm not saying. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying like, I know that exists. But just like, yeah, my answer be like, uh, run your restaurant better. Maybe you'll get like real five star reviews. I got what you're saying, but also at the same time, now do well, you? I, just, I know the background if, on the moron you used to work for. That's probably where I'm speaking well, from. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, the, the the what I'm getting at is that you know if you think some fucking podunk little franchise or little mom and pop store is going to do that, but these major corporations who have armies of people at their fucking at their disposal aren't going to do that to 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 push their brand recognition or 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 Q rating or whatever the fuck up, and and because guys. We all know this. This is business. The only thing they care about is the bottom line. Did we make money or did we lose money? And by the way, staying the same is losing money in our mind. Mm-hmm. So if I'm lying, tell me I'm lying. No, and it, no, there's a documentary out there that that exposed Instagram. Like a lot, a lot of followers and a lot of comments are fake. And it's shit like that that people are doing to make sure that they look like they're fucking... You know, that they're big shit on social media. Uh, there was a podcast host that if I named his name, you would know him. That's how well-known he is. He flat-out admitted when he started his podcast, he was faking, like, these phone calls and shit in. And, like, because he gave out, like, a like a hotline or, like, you know, had a chat room. And, and he was saying he was, oh, yeah, he would, he goes, I would make burner accounts go into the chat room and post shit and then go read it online and act like it was from somebody else because that's how you get people interested in shit. When other people see that other people want something, all of a sudden they are interested in what that person's coveting. Nothing attracts a crowd like a crowd. Boom. It's too simple. Too easy, private. Too easy. So, I mean, it's, it's, this is, this is not be out of the realm of possibility and like the bullshit that comes with it, people just don't realize, man. And it's like, dude, these people are never going to be happy, and that's why they can't win because they have no win. They have no finish line. Everything's always going to be fucked up because they're searching for perfection. But in the search for perfection, they're destroying everything good and great in the world. I, I heard somebody on a podcast talking about, you know, it's uh, Adam Carolla likes to make the point that you know the racism talk really got ratcheted up once we had a black president. And the point that the guest made was, well, yeah, because once that happened, the people who made all their bones on telling, uh, you know, every, you know, on, on saying that everything's racist, could you can't make any. If you have a black president, that kills you. So you got to keep moving the line. So it's just, I think what you're getting at, Rich, is like, there's just no matter what becomes acceptable, there's always going to be people who are offended, and it's just we're just going to keep pushing it and keep pushing it and keep pushing it. And it doesn't matter. Absolutely, Bill Burr brought it up. He said, "Look, you know, here's." Here's the deal. He's like, you're going to start seeing this. And this was on Opie and Anthony over a decade ago. He said this. He's like, you're going to start seeing this. You're going to get to the point where people are going to, because now you can't say anything racist in public because everybody's fucking calling you on the shit. Once again, this is over 10 years ago. This is right around the time smartphones started becoming really prevalent in everybody's pocket. He goes, everybody's got a recording studio in their fucking pocket. So now people are just keeping the racist thoughts inside. And now people are walking around going, I'm assuming that you're racist because I think you are. And that's where we're at now. Where racism is, I think you're racist because you're white. Have I done anything racist? No. Have you said anything racist? No, but you're, it's, it's, it, you're born racist. You're white. You, can't, you cannot rationalize with that. That is 
trying to rationalize with someone who believes in original sin in the sense of Christianity. The last couple and, of years, I've just accepted the fact that people are making judgments about me. I'm middle-aged. Yeah, you have to. I got my head shaved. I got a salt and pepper beard, and I'm white. So I'm just assuming I'm just half the people of my age, or people half my age just assume I'm the fucking devil wearing fucking Nikes. I don't give a fuck. This, you, and you've built people like me. Congratulations. Also, by the way, that's how you got Donald Trump. But yeah. right, and, and then and then you try to go back and and call them on it, and and you end up proving their point. You're like, so you think I'm racist just because I'm white? Isn't that racist? Ah, see, takes one to know one. Told you you're racist. What the? Well, no, it's, if you make the trust this argument, it's the most basic, simple argument that destroys them, and they don't want to hear it. If you if you actually say, hey, isn't making sweeping generalizations about a group of people based on their skin color? I don't know, racist. They don't want to hear that. Well, the problem is we got a got you society and people lose track of the real problems here. It's I compare this shit with Stephen A. Smith and and, and Otani to like in, in my mind. It, how do I put this? People are pissed because he said something that the usual woke flakes would go. That's racist if it came from a white person. And they're like, well, why isn't he being punished? So ESPN feels the heat. They read the fucking tweets. They see it trending. And they make him do his fucking, you know, forced apology at gunpoint tour. So he goes on all the shows and he apologizes. And they put his shit online. He apologizes. And these people are like, well, he should have lost his job like so-and-so did. And it's like, no, no. that That's not the argument. The argument is he said nothing racist. Just like homeboy over here said nothing racist. Neither of them should be fucking in trouble for anything uh, they said. We're letting the inmates run the asylum. Like, fucking. Not, not for nothing. ESPN is not above firing people for being racist, even if they're not white. Jamel Hill, looking at you. No, she still works for him. The root is uh, the, the thing she works for is owned by ESPN. They just banished her to fucking. Yes. They they, they banished her to a blog. Him. It's like okay. it's like being a career military person and getting stationed in the Antarctic. Like she still works for him. Just yeah, she's not as high profile. Oh but damn you, it! I had a great point and I lost it. Damn it, ice. Well, I mean. Look. Dude, it's 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 like I said. I compare it to the argument about gay marriage. Oh, gay shouldn't get married, ruin the institution of marriage. That's not the argument you should be having. You should be pissed off the government's in your love life. Why do you have to drag the government and sign a governmental contract to declare your love for somebody? And if you're going to give me all the reasons, well, tax reasons and health insurance reasons, well, aren't they the fucking government? Can't they make laws to get rid of that? But they don't, do they? Because they want to be involved in your fucking life. And by the way, if you marry you, go ahead. Even you getting married, they got to get their cut of. Tell me the government ain't the goddamn mafia. Well, I was going to say, too, also, <laughs> everyone talks about the tax break, but if you marry someone with a checkered financial past, you don't get that tax break because you do everything married, filing separate. Yeah. And you get hindered. Well, well, if they, if, mean, well, if they accrue the debt after you get married, yes. Trust me, I, I did lots of homework on that. Sporty. ChristopherMedia.net. ChristopherMedia.net. Sporty. Uh, anyways, the Gotcha Society, Trevor Bauer, looking at you. How are you guys? Yeah, let's. He's getting railroaded, man. Like he's Gotcha. Gotcha. Have you guys read the text? Oh yeah. She was. Dude, I sent it. I sent it to the group chat a week ago, and one news source reported on it. Out of all the news sources I went to, about the text she sent, by the way. That bitch is into that shit. About. Yeah. She, before he even laid eyes on her, she's like, I want to. I want you to choke me out while you fuck me. Bro, can we just 
can we stop with this fucking every woman is this fucking like you know beautiful fucking innocent flower bullshit Full of innocence the okay, let, me of- let me tell you something these days by the time your average chick reached 25 she's had more fucking pricks in her than a goddamn pen cushion ain't nothing new under the sun going on with that bitch the gang bang you weren't invited to the all-girl gang bang there ain't no video footage of but it all happened get used to it and move the fuck on sorry just <laughs> but yeah like I, I, he's getting that re- was the jealous right, right there Rich just <laughs> mad he didn't invite it to the all-girl game well, no because we went through this with fucking we went through this with fucking with tiger woods a decade ago with his fucking text when they got released and they were like because you know there was of course the 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 the, the woke flake crowd wasn't as fucking given the the platform that they are now but they were still vocal, and they were like, oh, this, he raped. You can't fuck that many women without raping one. It probably helped the Tiger's a minority, too. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? Have you read these text messages? We're like, I want you to choke me. I want you to fuck me in my ass and fucking like throat it, fuck me. It seems the and thing that, that people can't handle, and you started to touch on this, Rich, is what we learn in situations like this is, get what? Guess what? There's women out there who like to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> It's and not just fuck. men who like to fuck. There are and there are women. I got. I, I can show you my phone right now. There, there's a lot of there's women out there who like they like it just as much as men, and they and they'll do it for sport. And there's some of them out there that'll fuck your ass in half if you ain't up to the challenge. Seriously, it sounds way farther than you ever thought was possible. Yeah, you'll be saying your safe word. Yeah, like, I, okay? I, and it, and it sounds like he ran into one of these broads. <laughs> but he's of the age. Like my toe's been back in the dating pool here for a few weeks. He's at the age where you run towards crazy. I'm not running away from crazy. If I sense crazy immediately, we're we're done. Like I'm not talking oh, yeah. to you. We're done texting. We're done messaging. Like no, I can. I'd like to think by 42, I could sniff out crazy. And yeah, crazy. And when I was younger, crazy meant you were gonna fuck me good. Now crazy means you're gonna fuck me good in a whole different way. No, thank you. And and Trevor's finding out. Well, I mean, dude, I. I... Ever so often, these these athletes find out. You know, Brett Favre, Tiger Woods, uh, uh, Kobe Bryant, God rest him. I got, I'm, t- I'm trying not to put too much of my business out here, but I got two girls right now that they want me to hit them. And with this Trevor Bauer stuff, I'm like, no, we're, that's not going to happen. Sorry, maybe you need to move on to somebody else. Because all of this, if you read the text messages, this is all consensual. Everything <laughs> that was done to her, she asked for. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, I shouldn't wear that dress. There's, there's written proof. Go find it on the internet. Go read it. She asked for all this stuff. When we allow, when you allow someone, the carte blanche, to be as far out there as they want to go with their sexuality and what they can and what can't is and isn't acceptable with them then you got to take with that the reality that comes with it they're not a wilted wilting flower okay they're not some innocent little babe in the woods that butter wouldn't melt in their mouth don't give me that bullshit all right sorry like dude i'm not i'm not hung up all right but i've been with chicks whose team photo far fucking surpassed mine and truth be known probably most of them except for my first couple sexual encounters most of them surpassed mine because women are the sexual gatekeepers you can't take rape and sexual assault uh, sexual assault out of the conversation a woman has to let you fuck her yes you have to make you have to either make her fall in love with you or make her desire you to where she finally goes we can fuck 
End of story. All right. And believe me, the better looking they are ever since. What Chris Rock say? You've been getting dick offered to you since you were 13, 14. That's why it doesn't have any value to you. Can I hold the door for you? Can I give you Trust some dick? Me, I, a conversation me and my ex-wife were kept having the last few months. How come we don't have sex? I'm like, uh, I'm a guy. You just got to tell me when. But yes, you are the gatekeeper. You are the deciders. Exactly. Okay, we want all the power and control. We want to decide when and when everybody has sex, ourselves and you. Okay, fine. We've relinquished that control. I know I know plenty of friends. I have plenty of friends and, and, and family who have ruined their entire lives over chasing ass. They're, they they fucking have destroyed their lives over pussy. Okay? And we let them do it. Well, why did none of the responsibility come with that? Why is it always our fault? And it's the and it's the same shit that goes. It go the once again fucking NFL news. Richard Sherman goes berserk. I heard Earl. You said what? Three different fucking stories. You heard about I his, had, his domestic he, assault or something. He well, did a go, domestic assault. He did a hit and run. He did uh, run away from the cops. I was like, what the fuck did he do? Okay, now here's my point. We'll get we'll get it deeper into that in a second. But here's my point. He gets arrested. There's three set. Earl read three separate stories presented as fact about this situation. We still don't know the facts of the situation. Dwayne Haskins' fucking wife beat the shit out of him, knocked his teeth out, and is arrested. And it's not a fucking story. Damn. Okay? Must have fucked Why? her mom or something. Jesus. Because it doesn't follow the narrative. Boom. So I, it's not hard to figure out, folks. It really isn't. That's the sad part. They're doing it right in front of you. And they're, they're looking at you going, you're not seeing what you're seeing. Oh, yes, the fuck I am. See, now here, I'll play the devil's advocate. Is she going to get punished as much as a man would? I bet you she won't. No, she's not. No, of course not. I have an ex who... No, she's already out. If Dwayne Haskins did that to her, he'd be in jail right now. He'd probably be in no bail. Without bail. Yeah. He gets no bail. Yeah, he'd be being held without bail. Uh, The trial trial by media would already be underway and over. He'd already be guilty. So I, I don't care to answer your question. I don't care what her punishment is, probation, whatever. No, she's already not as punished as Richard Sherman. He is being held without bail. She is not. Now, the latest I heard today, as far as Richard Sherman, was apparently now they're reporting, so we can add a fourth story to this, that he was drunk and, and, and threatening to kill himself when cops arrived. How that is uh, uh, domestic assault, I don't understand. What are, are we now, if you go to commit suicide, are we considering that domestic assault so we could throw men in prison? Well, I mean t- because we can't invent enough bullshit reasons to lock people up in this country? I feel like this question has to be asked. Is this in California? Well, where does he play for? Where is he from? Where did he go to college? Where did he go to high school? I mean, it's, I mean, uh, especially I'm too, assuming it's off-season. He, he's at home. He's yeah. probably in California. He went to Stanford. He plays for the Niners. No, he was in Seattle. Oh, he was in Seattle? Well, still, uh, yes. All right. Same rule applies. It's, it, it's I would have said to California. He was in a very, he's in, he was in a very woke <laughs> part of the country, so generally, the laws are probably designed to come down harder. There you go. Or, and I can play this card. Oh, and he's black? Oh, but that ain't. Locking up another black it. man over some bullshit? See, this is the beauty of it. This is what I love. That fight will happen. It won't happen on Front Street in the media. That fight will happen in comment sections, in uh, uh, op-ed pieces in sports, on sports talk radio. Because you will have a segment of people who call in and go, this is bullshit. If this was a white player. And they'll give you examples of white players that have gotten away with it. And then people will call up and go, 
We don't even know what the fuck happened. How many fucking stories have we had? Me, I'm just doing this is this is what I took away from the situation. The facts as I know it is he was taken into custody. He was charged with domestic violence, drunk and disorderly, resisting arrest. He was denied bail. I don't know of any situation where they deny bail. That's not like a capital fucking crime. Like, well, Richard, you, you spoke it into existence. So I'll just be the, 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 the guy that's I mean, I could right away. The first thing that jumps to mind is an incident at Ohio State. Did that player ever get charged with anything? Or that coach ever get charged with anything? He got fired. We know that. But uh-huh. other than that, we know he whooped on his wife. Urban Meyer knew about it. He got fired. And then that's, did, did anything ever happen? I don't know. That's I, like, exactly. They stopped. They stop. Well, see, but that, that goes back to. Now I'll shit on my own argument. Richard Sherman's rich. So there's that equation, too. Yeah, so well, it's the Ohio State University. That's the what I'm saying. State University came out with a big ass broom. Richard Sherman can buy white justice. All right, let's be honest. Well, when it comes to Ohio State, I feel the same way about Ohio State as I do about U of M and any other major school who's who's trying to protect their brand. Uh, dude, you call in a lot of favors when you're trying to fucking sweep shit under the rug. And let's be honest, Ohio State has there's more at stake for them than their goddamn football program. It's a major part of that school. Do not fucking get it twisted but there are entire chunks of that school that have nothing to do with that goddamn fucking football program that aren't going down over some bullshit and the people at the top run ohio state and make sure that they cash their checks because that's who they get paid by are going to protect that as long as and as hard as they can i think that's part of the reason that story got buried and the U of M story's been buried. I haven't heard shit about that in two weeks. That's fucked up, man. That's, that's a, that guy's worse than Larry Nasser. That guy's got almost three times as many people as Larry Nasser. You haven't heard shit about it outside of the state of Michigan. Have you seen this on Earl? You watch ESPN all day, and I'm not. I'm I'm, I'm being serious. I'm not trying to to to, to you know cap on you. Have you seen Doctor Anderson on ESPN at all? Coverage? I have it damn thing or heard a damn thing on my news source here on ESPN on my alerts no. nothing about U of M the only thing that's come across my phone about Michigan is that uh, goalie that died yeah now yeah. now that is the blue wall of silence you t- I mean but are you shocked because look at how many how many journalism people have went through U of M and have ties to it oh yeah they won't say shit how many and then Let's 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 just say fifty percent of them can be can be fucking can be guilted into you know come on do it for Bo and you know Chrysler and come on buddy you know and all this shit. Or how many people that's just won't do it because they're, because it's that whole well that's where I went to school you know that there's people that are probably doing that I can't I can't talk about my school like that exactly. really so injustice only matters to you when you don't like the per- like you know what I'm saying like where you apparently I, I, have a line. If there was a boogeyman, this would be enormous news. There is no boogeyman. See, and that, try to point the finger at Bo. I've, I've told you guys this. Even if you tried to point the finger at Bo, you have no proof. I, I, dude, that, I, look, we, 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 covered, we covered this fucking well enough. We don't need to go back over this ground. I agree with you, dude. Yeah. The, the, a large problem of this is there's no fucking sexy money shot at the end of this. Yeah, there's no one to parade in front of the cameras and cuffs. Exactly. And because it is, and it does, well, excuse me, not is, allegedly, according to some people, and it appears to me, I have no facts, I have no proof, this is not a claim of, of, of factual information, 
appears to me this is a generational thing as far as turnover in the highest parts of U of M and keeping it hush hush. And if that's the case, they're really going to cover their asses. And by the way, I, I, time. I did think of this point after we talked about it. And I want to get this out there for all the people who are like, oh, Bo was just a pawn and this and that. He went to the athletic director and he didn't listen. Uh, at the end of his career, Bo was the athletic director. Everyone forgets that. Yeah. Bo could have, Bo knew and could have removed him. So, yes, he is a piece of shit. Right. And see, the difference, the difference between Ohio State University and U of M and Penn State and Richard Sherman is Richard Sherman is dealing with Richard Sherman Incorporated. That's it. He doesn't have the full power of, of a university and all its alumni and their fucking money and power to fucking cover his ass. He's on his own, all right? And that's the difference. That's why these stories get buried. This one didn't. And you've gotten what? Earl's had has read three separate stories. I read a story this morning, literally two hours before we started recording, saying that something completely different than the stories he read. And that's that's what passes for journalism these days. Guys, we could do that. Where's yeah. our fucking six-figure checks? Really? <laughs> I'm not even exaggerating. I'm not, I'm not joking. There's no smile on my face. There's nothing... These aren't journalists. These are bloggers who get paid like professionals. That's all the fuck they are. And this is and, the journalism that we that we listen to. And with Richard Sherman, not only does he have none of that, he has no team. If I was Richard Sherman, I would go full mafia on this bitch. Because anything, any chance that I have of signing with a decent team now, gone. Richard Sherman is a free agent. I thought he was on he the Niners. No, no, he is a free agent. He has no team. Oh. He has become a free agent this year. He can be a corner and for the Lions. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't either. However, I said a good team. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, he ain't coming here. He told he he would just laugh and hang up. He, he already did. He already did. When he was coming out of Seattle, we tried. And he went to fucking San Francisco instead. Well, yeah. A team you don't that, remember that? A team that went to the Super Bowl in the last three years. Yeah, he made the right choice. Yeah. He went there, told us to go get fucked. Yeah, as well he should have. Well, now he's fucked. So how you doing, Rich? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's fucked with the millions of dollars he's made over his career. He'll be fine. But yeah, but if he wants to to play out the rest of his career, he's done he's, anyways, <laughs> isn't he? In his mid thirties, he is. Yeah, I mean, how many more years he's realistically got? He ain't Tom Brady. He's in a position that gets hit two, three tops. But that's two, three of very good years from Richard Sherman. He's not the shutdown corner he used to be, but he's by no means done. I mean, dude, he's the type of player. I I don't know if he's willing to do this, but he, just the eyeball test. He seems capable. They could pull a fucking Rondé Barber and move him from corner to safety, get a couple extra years out of him. You know what I'm saying? And him be effective at that position. Because Rondé Barber was still effective at that position, even though it wasn't his native position. So, I mean... He's thirty three. Are we going to be mad that we missed thirty three to thirty eight? I mean, we've seen the good, get, we've seen the good part. I get what you're saying, bro. And usually I'm with you on this stuff, but I think you're just fucking you're just you're riding too hard on this one this time. You're leaning too much into it. Like, it, he's an athlete who one is ridiculously smart. I don't give a fuck. You don't go to Stanford if you're dumb. Yeah. Even to play football. Well, I like his attitude. Like he's like you talk about a competitor. He's he's a guy. He puts it all on the field every time. You have you ever heard somebody yeah. talk about Richard Sherman played a lazy game today? No. Yeah, half-assed. Yeah, out there not Did fucking. You see what happened when he won the fucking Super Bowl? 
Dude, even when they're getting, even when the team he's on is getting fucking housed, he's still giving a hundred percent till that fucking buzzer goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, and a, a, a smart individual with a high football IQ can buy himself a few extra years as long as he still has reserves from from athletic ability to pull from. One will will compensate for the other. There will reach a point where every athlete can't do it anymore physically, though. And I will say, the smart to ones ice, going to coaching to ice. Is he really done? Kareem Hunt, no. still playing football. Antonio Brown just won a Super Bowl. Is this really? You think this is really going to kill his career? I think it's going to make him hard to get a job this year. Tyreek Hill is still number one receiver on okay, the Chiefs. Hold on, hold on one second here. This year, because no. Kareem Hunt got signed the fucking year that he kicked that girl's ass. He got signed like eight weeks later. Okay, but hold on, hold on. Before we, before we jump off in, uh, into, into the land of nonsense it, let's we've heard we got four different stories let's go with the one that i read this morning let's say that that's the actual one if the man was having a mental breakdown for whatever reason and was drunk and was threatening to kill himself that's gonna make him look bad in the eyes of certain people in the nfl but it's not going to blacklist him from the nfl yeah, i mean rodman was He'll in just the palace have... parking lot with a shotgun in his mouth and got signed to the bulls boom zach grinky fucking he literally was under contract and walked the fuck away and went to go work at an insurance agency. They sent that, a guy from the head office to his insurance agency, and he's behind the counter working on a policy in a sh- suit and tie. And he goes, you're supposed to be pitching in a few days or in a few hours. And he's like, no, I'm, I'm done. He came back and won a World Series. You know what I'm saying? Like, if there's something to work with, these people will squeeze it out of you. Can you can you imagine the people who got his business card? He sold a few policies to. Wait, you're 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 you're. Wait, you have the same name? No, I'm him. Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm here on my fantasy baseball team. What the fuck? Yeah. So wait a minute. So don't start you tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I I I. You literally just pitched five days ago. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't anymore. <laughs> How the fuck does that? Happen? My divorce didn't. My relationship didn't end that quickly. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like. like like any relationship, even my first one. <laughs> but yeah, no. I, so I, this is what I'm saying. If that's the case, I he'll be all right. I mean, and look, here's the deal. I like Richard Sermon. For what I've seen of him, he seems like a cool guy. Might be a little intense and passionate, but whatever. I get accused of the same thing at times. So, you know, and, and He's here's fun the to deal. watch. If Richard, if Richard Sherman squared off on me in the middle of an argument, I'd be like, bro. Oof. Why? You know you're going to win. Right? You're a professional athlete. You could literally angry- whoop everyone in this house's ass. We just line time. up and you would whoop everybody's ass. <laughs> You'd line us up and smack us like the three. Yeah. <laughs> right down the line. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, yeah. dude, I, I, yeah. he seems like a genuine guy. But he, but usually genuine people have a hard time in this world because this world is fake as fuck. And he is in the sports slash entertainment world, which is even more fake as fuck. Maybe he's having a meltdown. Maybe there's something in his personal life. If that's the case, I don't think we should plan the funeral. The body ain't even at the fucking morgue yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, now, if it comes out that he whooped his his old lady's ass and beat up a bunch of cops and shit. I, I hope you had a good fucking financial advisor because I think you're probably done, like dead serious done, like in the NFL. Never, like you will be blacklisted, <laughs> like, like Ray Rice done. I, I, yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't. I don't 
think we've seen the last of Richard Sherman on the field. What I'm trying to say is decent. I got a chance to win one more title before I leave team. There's plenty of teams. No way. Uh, He's too good. Teams is better than I do that have signed troublesome people. Dude, fucking what's his name? Deshaun Watson is still going to play football this year. Richard Sherman will be fine. Well, I mean, there is, there's one thing I think we can all agree on at least because we have a track record to prove it. If there's like dash cam or body cam footage of him beating the shit out of his wife or girlfriend. Oh, it'd be out by now, though. You'd figure we'd have at least heard about it, but it's only been a couple of days, right? I mean, let's be honest. Your prosecutors probably, unless the prosecutors in Seattle's retarded, they're handling this very carefully because they don't want any fuck-ups one way or the other. I mean, especially, especially like... A fuck up along the lines of, oh, you used to drug and rape bitches to the tune of like hundreds of them over 50 years. Oh, we fucked up. You can get out of prison. We made a clerical error. Go ahead, Mr. Cosby. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't want to fuck up like that. If they got them dead to rights on some shit, they're probably playing it close to the vest. But what I'm saying is if that video comes out, we all know it's over with. But I think the video would be out by I mean, just my my example is... uh, that Britney Spears audio from a couple weeks ago, that shit was out fucking minutes after that hearing was done. I just think we live in a world right now where it, people will get paid for that shit. I think if it was available, we'd, it, would, it would already be out. I, I understand what you're saying, and we'll never really know, like with, I guess. Like TMZ pays money. Like, like Remember that shit with Morgan Wallen? That shit, like, that shit happened overnight. By morning, it was everywhere. And that was somebody's fucking ring doorbell cam. I'm just like, that's, I just... But no, you, I got you, but at the same time, uh, Brittany is a fucking spectacle. She's not an artist. And she has a conservatorship over her that has an interest in making painting her in very bad light. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's many parties who, whose paycheck and, and their next meal depends on keeping no, her but that audio was from a, it was from a zoom court hearing it was like from a municipal like that that's what i'm saying it was it was allegedly supposed to be super secure audio and like minutes after that thing was done it was on the internet because some fucking intern who wanted to have a boner and be like look what i did fucking put it out i just said that's what i'm saying like i think people are so fucked up now that if that was available it would be out just because people suck now and it's well i mean what it, it didn't I, like i said i haven't heard anything about it i'm just saying if there's at any point in this process, I don't give a fuck if it exists or not. doesn't matter to me at this point. But if it does come out and there's video and we see it and it's released to the public, he's fucking done. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, we all know. We, we, we're all picturing it right now, that Ray Rice video in the elevator, because we all seen it a million fucking times. That's what I'm getting yeah. at. For whatever reason, we can, we, can bomb, we can bomb fucking people in other countries and kill innocent fucking children and civilians and shit. As long as we don't see it, we're fine. But you show it to us, and all of a sudden you're an asshole. Now, where's my trigger warning bullshit? You know what I'm saying? And I mean, that's, that's, I mean and if he whooped his wife's ass like that, well, I, if society has deemed that if you are caught on tape getting, whooping your wife's ass, that's the end of your fucking career. You're no longer allowed to be a functioning member of society because we don't want you. I guess so be it. What can we do about it? Hey, might as well have killed her because you're as good as a murderer. So is that what saved Kareem Hunt? She wasn't, it wasn't his wife? It was just some rando? I, I have that, no idea. that way he plays football now? See, but, this was, is, but doesn't this speak to the arbitrariness of, of how shit is enforced and standards are applied? No, if you're good, you're fine. That's, what, that's, why, that's another reason why I think he'll be fine. Tell, tell me about the court hearings Deshaun Watson has coming up. All Deshaun Watson has coming up is training camp. 
Like, if, okay, if then, you're good, what like, what's like Michael Jackson, right? If we like you, eh, whatever, we sweep you under the rug. Wait, but doesn't it bother you, Mr. Chappelle, that Michael Jackson might have molested children? He made, he made thriller. thriller. Eh? Yeah. Thriller. <laughs> no, but, but you, you know what I'm saying, right? Like, it's. Yeah. He was bad, man. If all of a sudden they were like, uh, Tom Brady. You know, something fucked up comes out about Tom Brady. No one's going to fucking care because he got seven Super Bowl I, rings. I would. I'd be like, how the hell? <laughs> well, some fucked up shit comes out about LeBron. Nobody would fucking care because he's LeBron. If you're good, it, if you're good, it doesn't matter. Sports, music, movies, fucking whatever. If people like you and you're good at it, unless you're Kevin Spacey, you're fine. Matter of fact, the only bad thing about Tom Brady that was ever said was by his wife Giselle that he gets all these concussions and everybody's like, no, shut up. Tom Brady's never had a concussion. Giselle was misspoken. <laughs> oh no, what? there's been a lot more about Tom bad about Tom Brady said. You're forgetting a couple years ago when we went over spent almost a whole episode on that goddamn article that was all anonymous leaks coming out of fucking New England. And then what? A year later he's no longer in New England. He's in Tampa Bay and he's on a mission. You know what I'm saying? So I mean maybe that article there's there's a lot about Tom Brady's an asshole. Well, everyone but, always mean, forgets he's a professional he, athlete. He left somebody knocked up to go be with Giselle. Everyone forgets that. Boom. Bridget yeah, Monahan was pregnant, and Tom Brady went, "Peace, I'm going to be with Giselle now." Yeah, and I mean, I here's the thing that's fucked but, up. But but again, but I wouldn't kick Bridget Monahan. I, I would I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating fucking crackers. You but know we're coming. <laughs> but we're proving the point, right? He wins. He's good. Fucking. How many people you think really know that about him? Probably not many. Well, there, you know, okay. So that, but, well, one of you guys mentioned. Look at the chick with, but look at the, even look at the shit with Belichick, or not Belichick uh, with Kraft, right? For a minute there, it was oh, a horrible person, sex trafficker, this and that. Right? They win another Super Bowl. Nobody fucking cares that he likes to go to the rub and tug. No one should have cared in the first fucking place. <laughs> right? Yeah, like you have because they weren't sex trafficked in. They weren't minors. They weren't fucking sex slaves. That all, all that shit. See, that's that goes back to that. People can't fucking use anything against you that you said, did, or left online. They go, I assume you're racist, and that's all the proof I need. I'm assuming that she was a, 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 a sex slave trafficked in. That's all the proof I need. So, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. It, you, one of you guys did bring this up. I, I'm sorry. I can't remember. if I think it was Earl. But when we're talking about Richard Sherman, you're like, you know, well, look at this, look at this, look at this. And you brought up the race thing. Well, here's something that I want to, you know what? For all the fucking, that ain't racist, that ain't racist, what the fuck? Let's talk about something that might be racist. Because I'm almost convinced that race is definitely playing. I mean, well, not almost. I'm convinced race is playing a factor in this. And that's that fucking, that, that, the, the chick sprinter from the Olympics. Oh, okay, yeah, that's talking to Earl. We're probably going to be on a couple different sides in this one. Shakari Richardson? Yep. Yes. Now here's my thing. Okay, this is this is how I am looking at it initially. She's won. Uh, she's set a world record in women's running. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So she's one of the two fastest people on the planet that we have recorded, and she's not in the Olympics. Yeah. Why? Because she smoked weed, and supposedly that's a performance enhancing drug, according to the IOC. Let's strip away everything. There was a rule, and she violated it. No, that's you're right. You're right. You're right. Here's my point. The most decorated Olympian in the history of this country or in any recorded history of Olympics is Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps, I clearly remember in 2007 
watching videos of him doing six-foot bong yeah. rips. Correct. Michael Phelps also didn't drop dirty when he was getting ready for the Olympics. Michael Phelps knew to put the weed away when it was time to get ready to go to the Olympics. Okay, well, hold or, on. Or, hold on. or he hold just on, knew. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. Hold on. So, okay, I get you. Well, okay, well, let me. So, uh, so the, he broke. He didn't break a rule because she dropped dirty. I get you. Now, it doesn't matter to you that that rule is complete bullshit, and we all know that that's a whole that, anything. It's a different. It's part of the discussion. It's not a different discussion. It's part of the discussion. Come on now. It's a bullshit. Well, the, the it, it isn't about that. The rule is bullshit. It's about that. It, it is. It's a different conversation because another point I'll make with Michael Phelps, or also maybe he knew how to fucking not drop dirty because right now Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, we all know Kevin Durant's relationship with weed. He's very vocal about it. Kevin Durant right now is passing piss tests for the Olympics. Just saying. Okay. Now. Okay. Hang on a minute. Wait. Let me God throw this. Damn it, motherfucker! Go, go. Wait. She, she. Yes, she. She failed a piss test. Yeah, she smoked weed. She and was suspended. The suspension was lifted. It was done. She served it. Gone. And they left her off the fucking team. Yeah, because they and don't want the fucking bullshit that comes with her. Off the team. The team kept her off the team. Okay, so don't try to say she knew the rule and she broke it. No. Wait, hold on, Chris. Hold on, hold on. How is it? Why is there bullshit that comes with her? If she served her suspension, because Michael Phelps was suspended. But what they did with Michael Phelps was, um, you're suspended for a month from the U.S. Olympic. You know, you can't do this and you can't do that or whatever the fuck it was, but not during the Olympics. Uh, we're back to if you're good, people look the other way. She's one of the two fastest people on the planet. Yeah, she don't have as much hardware as he had when he had got caught doing that shit. She hasn't gotten hers yet. Well, an inequality, no matter who it's... Or excuse me, an injustice committed against somebody, no matter who it is, in the name of what, is still an injustice. If she didn't it's go on bullshit. TV and admitted that she knew the rule and she broke it, she'd be in a lot better shape. But if you knew the rule and you broke it, what the fuck are you whining about? It's like applying well, for a job with a drug test, pissing dirty and going, why the fuck didn't I get the job? No, she served the time for doing the crime. Why is she not? Fuck the one meter individual. Because All they right? don't Just, want to, because maybe the team doesn't want the liability. Fuck that, dude. She's the fastest woman. Doesn't on the matter planet. because guess what? It's hey, it's in the word team, team. It ain't all about you, sweetheart. We're a team. <laughs> We're a team. There are other people on the team. The whole team doesn't I, need to get fucked because fuck. you can't put down the weed. I watch the Olympics religiously, and I'm saying it. I hope that team finishes off the fucking podium, and they deserve it. What? You because because the they don't want one. What? They suck because they don't want one selfish person fucking up things they've been training years for? Selfish person? Do you understand? You she knew people. the rule and she broke it. Yeah, fuck yeah, that's selfish. selfish. It's absolutely oh. selfish. It was, it was all about her. She didn't think about the other people who've also been training for fucking years to get to the same spot. She only thought about her in that moment. Yes, it was selfish. Oh. Okay. Whatever. There's other she people lived. on that team. It ain't all about you. No, she and served her time. She should be on that team. The, so, okay, what I'm taking away from this is, if I'm wrong, let me know. Chris, you're like, well, Phelps this is the most decorated fucking Olympian ever. That's why they fucking put up with it. Her, not so much. So you think they're looking at the risk-reward fucking yes. factor in, and they're saying there's more of a risk with her than a reward. Did you call me the now, businessman? That, that is exactly how no, they're looking no, at I, it. Dude, that's what 
who just told you whatever and who's actually sitting here trying to clarify no, no, shit? No. Yes, I understand. I agree. No, I, I, I get it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I'm, but my point is this. Then what the fuck is going on that we don't know about? And here's the deal. Your expectation of privacy is now done because not only is her dirty laundry being aired out by her, but the U.S. Olympic team aired out her dirty laundry. It, Rich, you just hit on something, too. aired out her dirty laundry. So if they don't want her on the team for other reasons, it's a completely valid journalistic question to go, what are those other reasons? What problems does she bring that Michael Phelps didn't? Maybe, yeah, maybe she's a shitty teammate. You just, you just hit on it. We're only hearing about the weed. Maybe she is a nightmare teammate. Maybe she sucks to have on the team. Maybe she's not if, good for morale. And if that's the case, that compounded with what she did does paint it as a selfish act, not an act of someone like, look, okay, I know I'm supposed to fucking have empathy and compassion. Her mother died. She was trying to deal with it. I get it. Believe me, I've turned to the bottle a few times. Drink like normal people. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I've turned to the bottle more than a few times in my life. I can't judge anyone for fucking doing that without me being a hypocrite. However... I never showed up drunk at work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to, to, to your point on that, yeah, that's a valid point. Now, I guess where we disagree is, I sorry, y'all made this a national, fucking national. Y'all made this a worldwide story. So any journalist worth a fuck is going to go, uh, I have a lot of follow-up questions and ain't none of them about weed at this point. So, I mean, what the fuck did she do to where you won't even let her back on the team? What is going on here? And if they go, We're, we don't air our dirty laundry out in public, be like, then don't bother calling us next time with this, some bullshit breaking news that got us here in the first place. No one pays attention to your shit, but two weeks out the fucking year, every four years anyways, go back to obscurity, cocksucker. And that's the end of it. This is all because people are full are, are too... Too fucking delicate to deal with the truth. Because let's be honest here. If it comes out she's a shitty teammate, we have a hard time in our society reconciling the fact that someone could be good at one thing and be a horrible person. Why? Because we're perpetually five years old, I guess. We're obsessed obsessed with everything being fair. And by the way, fair means we get our way all the time. You know what? I'm going to say this, and I ain't saying no more about it. I have Go ahead. I have a very, just very strong relationship with weed for something completely different. Okay. For me, I don't see it as illegal. I don't see it as bad in any aspect ever. Well, it ain't up here in Michigan. I don't either, but I'm saying like the conversation people are having with this is the wrong conversation. And I'm going to hang on a minute and I'm going to go back to the start of this podcast today. If being a bitch is what gets her to be the fastest woman on the planet, then so fucking be it. I'll put up with her attitude for a minute okay. to win this gold medal. I'm going to remember this the next time you bring up uh, uh, college football teams and how uh, guys shouldn't think that they're more special than the others and they should always be about the team. I'm going to remember this conversation. Bruh. You're, you're the first one to bag on players when they skip bowl games because it's the team and you've all been doing this for years and you're a unit and this and that. And do an individual thing. This was an individual act. Or she did it. And then no. play as a team. That's one thing. You don't compare apples and oranges, Hoss. This ain't a college football team. It's still an athlete on a team. It's an athlete on a team. It's apples to apples. The sport no, is irrelevant. If you're on a fucking team and you compete, you're on a team and you compete. The sport is irrelevant. If you're on a team, you compete. Continue. I just said the sport is irrelevant. It should okay. not be about... It, it ain't about you. It's about... Like I said, it's... 
she was putting the, the she was putting all the work all the all those other team members have done at risk because she How? wanted to uh, by breaking a rule. Okay, and she put, she became a liability. Anybody else at risk? Yeah, she could anybody do something else. that could get yeah. If she could, she could get the fucking team disqualified from from the event. Yeah, she could. An error. She served the the time that they. Yeah, gave and then her. guess what? Sometimes there's more consequences for your actions. Sometimes it's not just one. Sometimes Sometimes there's ancillary consequences to your actions. Sometimes no. you, you ever heard of the butterfly effect, Earl? You say that the, you know she's putting these people at risk. No, she ain't. She's putting she the team a, at risk. The, the whole, the whole. Stress. She she's drops dirty during competition. The entire team. Person okay. in the fucking planet. You ready to listen, or you get everything out, or? She drops she dirty during the competition. The entire team gets disqualified, not just her. Right now, just her. You get to the fucking Olympics, the entire team gets fucked. Okay, how many times can your mom fucking die, dude? So drink like a normal person. So what? So we make it special exemption for you because you can't handle it? Oh, your mom, guess what? Everybody's parents fucking die. Right, and You're- a lot of people turn to weed. A lot of people turn to a lot worse. Rich just talked about turning to a bottle. Michael Jordan's dad I, got murdered. He played the next fucking day. Okay, and that's him, and that's the way he dealt with it. Beautiful. Do you know that he didn't take a hit off of blood? No, because there was no fucking social justice back then. There was no internet. You wouldn't hear about it unless somebody it's, came out and squatted. It's funny the things you choose to be woke on there, Ice. It's hilarious. It's humorous. You know being, dude, it's the fact. The chick has some issues. Mentally, physically. Then I'll say the same thing about, I did about it, Naomi Osaka. Then maybe being a pro athlete isn't for you. Bullshit, dude. She took a hit. I didn't say that she was right. Dude, I am a giant stoner. I host a weed podcast. And I'm simply saying, from this standpoint, dude, there was a rule. You broke it. You knew it. You admitted it on national television. Sorry about your luck. And then she served. Consequences to your actions. She, right. And she took them. And she took them. And she served it. What the problem is. Now put it behind us. Yeah. And now the team has chosen to not want the liability going forward because they can. And fuck them for that. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Finish off the goddamn podium. How about this? Let me ask this question. I'm pretty sure we know where you stand, Earl, but you can chime in here. But I want to ask Chris first. If it was your decision to keep her off the team, would this have been this? If it's just the weed test, just the weed test, would that have been enough? For you to be like, I'm not taking the risk on you. Yes, because she admitted that she did it knowing the consequences. To me, that's a selfish person. How are you going to be in the heat of competition? I mean, that's see, now that I can understand because here's the deal. She did come out. She took responsibility. She she didn't try to say uh, someone slipped me something or some. I don't know how someone slips you weed anyways, but whatever, sure. Well, nowadays, I guess you can do it. You can just hand someone a weed drink, and if they're too stupid to smell it, they'll drink yeah. it. But uh, whatever. But you know what I'm saying. No, I would, like, say, I would literally say exactly what I said to Earl. Like, right now, this happens to you. You just get penalized. We all get there. This happens. The whole team gets disqualified. Everybody's been working towards this, not just you. You, you chose to make this about you. Well, you can now take your punishment. This has happened to her once in her career. This yeah. is not something that and has guess happened. guess what? Bet you won't do it is, again. This you is mean- not something that's been an issue. This is not something they've been afraid of. The woman was this person. Eh, he only killed was, one person. It hasn't been an issue before. This person. That's kind of what you're doing, Ice. 
took a little bit. Oh fuck! All right, yeah, I yeah, I had a moment. <laughs> okay, yeah, suspension. Yeah, that's my bad. I only beat up his wife once. It's not an issue. When you, okay, see to me, this is like it's weird because I don't. I, I, you're both on. You're both on your own. You're both on brand for your each for yourselves. At least from my point of view, because it's making sense here. Chris, you're like. Yeah, you, it's team sport. Your mom died. That's a rough situation, but you did something you that you yourself admitted, no, knowingly did, that was going to fuck your your spot with the team and possibly fuck the team over. That's not a good teammate in my book. Earl's coming from the point of view of she was in pain. This was her coping mechanism. In pain it's all ridiculous. the time. I, I understand that. Okay. No, no, it's in the Michael Jackson drop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was in pain all the time. Oh, I thought you said, I thought you said, I thought you said. <laughs> I thought you said, <laughs> said she was in pain all no. the time. I'm like, both my parents are dead, bro. I know how it goes. It sucks for a while. I was hurting. <laughs> they locked me in a room for like 45 minutes. Five minutes. <laughs> a full Jackson. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> we're podcasting for nobody. <laughs> right. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so I understand where Earl's coming from. And even though you two are button heads and doing it enthusiastically, you both fucking, I'm like, I understand where you're coming from. I don't agree 100% with either of you. I think you're being a little bit harsh, Chris, but at the same time, I get the mindset. I do believe there has to be something we don't know going on underneath the water because I can't believe this is all just about I mean, I mean, her one bad decision. I can go as far as like the night Dombrowski picked up Cabrera. That should have been it. Like, see you, dude. Go be someone else's problem. I just had to bail you out of jail during the playoffs. We're done here. God. I, I The fact that he was drinking with the fucking team he was playing the next day was, to me, is the... I mean, I'm talking about why are you out drinking the night before a one-game playoff? Yeah, for starters. Second Let's of, start there, yeah. Second of all, why are you doing it with the team you're going to be playing against? Do that after the game's over. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, um, Like... Here's the thing. Let me say this. I see Chris's point. I am 100% against it. 100% because, and and just because of that right there with Cabrera. Look, this is a one-time incidence with her. This is a one-time thing in her whole fucking career. One thing. Her mom died. She had some issues. She turned to a coping mechanism. Cabrera? All types of drunk. All types of issues. And then during the playoffs, you get picked up yeah okay and i gotta bail you out okay that's not a good teammate cabrera not a good teammate her issue one it's not an issue is it is it possible the, the, the it possible? circumstance surrounding your mistake doesn't fucking matter that's that i you sound like half the people we talk shit about all the time you still made the mistake the circumstance around the mistake doesn't fucking matter you still did it it doesn't undo it it you sound like the people we're talking about all the time the chick makes one fucking mistake and you want to end it? Yeah. That's what happens, dude. You make mistakes. There's consequences. Especially when you're and on a stage she, like that. And she fucking paid it. She served her suspension. Yeah, and the team decided they moved forward without her. Like, we don't need she, this. We don't need to take this to Japan. And she can't go into the uh, individual. Sporty. ChristopherMedia.net. ChristopherMedia.net. Sporty. Can I just say that you're both arguing on an assumption that neither of you know jack shit about, and it's kind of it's 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 kind of it ceased to be amusing and it's starting to be annoying now because we don't know if it's the weed or something else. I highly doubt one of the 
best chances of winning gold is going to get the boot from Team USA unless there's more going on underneath the water than we know. Just because a duck looks peaceful up top doesn't mean he ain't paddling his ass off underneath the water. Right? I want to know what the fuck's going on besides the weed. Because and, and to the Miguel Cabrera thing, Illich dealt with Bob Probert. He learned from his mistakes. They went to they went to Cabrera and said, We lost game one sixty-three. We're not saying you're the only reason, but god damn it, it didn't help. You go get dude, everybody forgets. His ass went to rehab and they made him go to fucking marriage counseling. Or you don't play for us. Bye bye. It was that simple. So they called him on being a bad teammate. We knew there was other shit going on. He had a drinking problem. The team underestimated how bad it was. They saw it because remember, that's only he'd only been here two seasons at that point. We really didn't know anything about Mick. He came here in 98. This was in or in 2008. This was in 2009 when that game 163 happened. So, I mean, it, 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 it seems like Team USA has either got a bunch of fucking Puritans on it or there's something more that we don't know about. And yeah, you know what, Earl? You're right. One fuck up shouldn't end your career. But that's not the way that the, if you look at the way and go. The world can go, I want it to be the way it should be, how I feel it should be. You're going to be in for a lot of disappointment, dude. But also, too, no. I don't think it should end her career. It's a, trust me, she'll probably be back in four years. She's 21. But I'm saying, We're talking about Sean Watson. We're talking about Phelps. We're talking about all these people that have all of this shit that they do, and yet they're still going to play. This chick has her mom dying, a couple of other things going on. She hits a, a fucking doobie. And the next thing you know, she's the worst person on the planet. No, she's, dude. You're no. you're saying she's the worst person on the planet, and no, you she, hasn't, she hasn't proven you're herself saying, yet. She, she hasn't proven her, every, she she has zero gold medals. She has zero. She has nothing. Michael Phelps fucking is a world record she has, holder. She has the world record for being the fastest woman yeah, on the planet. Great, you ain't got a medal. You ain't got shit. You, she was going. To, she has she she right now she's in possession of something that can be broken. You can't take a gold medal away. You can break a record. And this is why Chris and I will never be on a team together. No, I'm just saying, like Michael Phelps, if he put all his hardware on, he'd be hunched over. Michael Phelps has proven himself. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd also like to point out that Michael Phelps is either a very savvy businessman or is smart enough to surround himself with savvy businessmen. Because when he got that suspension, the way it worked, if you guys remember. Technically, he was no longer considered an amateur athlete during that suspension, and that's when he started shilling for subs for Subway. Oh yeah, and he wasn't sub- he like that? What wasn't that when he was like racing the shark and shit? Yeah, all that bullshit. Yeah, he got paid, served his suspension, and it was like went back to living the pauper lifestyle the IOC demands their athletes live. Like quote unquote, you know what I'm saying? Like like okay, we're gonna act like you didn't make all this money over the last six months chilling for Subway and racing sharks for fuck's sake. And I'm not saying she, her, her career should go away. What I am saying is, like, you don't get to play in these reindeer games. You fucked up on the way to these games. No, so you, you've proven you're gonna be a liability in Japan. Oh, shit. Look, I don't know enough about women's track, the U.S. women's track team, to, to, to tell you the inner workings of the shit, but to me, at this point, Y'all are pissing in the ceiling fan, and we're just covering everybody in yeah. your urine because well, we don't. I, st- no, let me finish, please, dude. I let you two go for ten minutes, please. Okay, if they fucking if the if the Olymp if the internet if the U.S. women's Olympic team or track team whatever continues to not have her on after these Olympics, 
and she continues to 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 be the one of the fastest people on the planet, let alone America. Yeah, then you know what? We're probably going to hear that there's some other problems coming down the line. Can can we just be honest about that? Because right. I, right now you're are you guys are arguing your feelings about a situation that we don't even know if it exists. Look, okay, there, Earl, you keep, you keep. Go ahead. Fuck it. There's been problems in the woman's track sent all the way back before Jackie Joyner. Like what? I, uh, do you know of a runner named JoJo? I know Flojo. Flo, you Flojo? No. Lawrence Johnson? No. More recent. No. Okay. Jo- so, stop your condescending laughing and tell us who this person who nobody knows but you is. See, that's just it. Everybody knows who she is, but she was, um, I, I don't want to say curbsided, but she was downplayed by the woman's uh, track team. And then ran and trained and ran and trained and was ready to go and ended up uh, training so hard that once it it came time to go to the Olympics, they were like, nah, we're not going with you. Why? And just left. Why? Why did they leave her? Why did they abandon her? Did we lose him? No. Why did they abandon her? I have no idea. Why, why did they let her on the team this year? I don't know. So you're saying for shit they did years and years ago, they're racist? I didn't say they were racist. I don't know that's, why. They, that's, that, that's what you were laying down. You're trying to say that for no reason they just abandoned a black, uh, a black woman who was ready to go for the Olympics. Is that, mm-hmm. is that not the point you were trying to make? Uh, for no reason. And it's something they did years ago, right? Uh, for no reason they made public. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so since slavery existed, all white people are racist? Is that, what, is, that, so, is that where you're going, Earl? Come on, dude. Come on. Come on. Well, now. he's trying to say that for something that happened years ago, the IOC now is racist. No, no. I don't know. See, I think running team for females are fucking retarded, and they should finish off the fucking podium this year. That's what I said. Had nothing to do with race. Yeah, I don't know. I took it to mean that he thinks that there's. Sorry, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna speak like he ain't, he ain't on the fucking call, Earl. Sorry. I, I took it to mean that he was saying that this is, proves a precedent that the U.S. Olympic team, you know, buries its fucking dirt in its own backyard and doesn't, you know, doesn't make it public. So, we're, you know, what I'm saying if they did this to this woman, why wouldn't they do this to this woman? If there's other shit going on that we don't know about, they're not going to air their dirty laundry. I say prove your outlandish what, point is what I would say, if that's what he's saying. I mean, is, is that what you're saying, Earl? My, yes, that's that's it. Okay. All right. I, I said JoJo. It was Lolo Jones. Do you guys know her? Oh, yeah. I know Lolo Jones. Yeah, no, didn't yeah. she do some? Uh, it's Quincy Jones' daughter. Yeah, I know her. Lolo Jones was ready to go into female American running. When you pull up Lolo Jones on your Google app, you're going to see an American bobsledder. Okay? That's all you need to know about American female so you're saying that there's fuckery going on either on the athlete's part or the fucking decision makers part that we don't know about or both of their parts that we don't know about. Yeah. Okay. I, once again, I do. Hurdler and bobsledder who specializes in a 60 meter and a hundred meter hurdles. Okay. She won three NCAA titles. Yeah. And according to her Wikipedia, uh, she going on qualifying for the 2008 Beijing Olympics. She tripped in a hurdle and finished seventh place, and that's why she didn't qualify. Yeah. Okay, so, see when facts are in your face, you're just blowing it off. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I 
I mean, if the point is is that there's fuckery going on, okay. But she tri- she I finished in seventh fu- place to qualify. That's why she didn't go. That yeah, that's not. I don't have to speculate on fuckery. Hey, Chris, what? Explain this one, Almighty One. She tripped in the hurdles. She didn't qualify. Why the fuck is she an American bobsledder, dude? Because maybe she joined the bobsledding team and did well at it. And qualified Uh, with the bobsled team. uh Because she tried a different sport and was good at it? Mm Mm-hmm. What? Dude, she tripped and finished seventh place. How is it? Chris, hold on, hold on. Now, Now you've pissed me off with your bullshit, okay? Fuck your bullshit. Say your fucking point or shut the fuck up. I did. This cryptic fucking <laughs> bullshit is for the birds. Bro, it's a fucking podcast. The point. So your point is something's going on, but I don't know. But I'm going to act like I know. Elaborate That's on your point. It's an audio medium. It's, it's made for it. I, I've said my point like eight times, dude. Yes, they're they're terrible. But it's they're, not terrible. Finishing seventh place isn't fuckery. It means you didn't qualify. That's not fuckery. That doesn't prove your point. Athlete that wins three NCAA titles and is a fucking runner to her core leave the sport to go to a different sport. I don't know. I'm not the woman's personal hey. fucking assistant. What? There is fuckery going on in that Because sport. she switched sports. Because she switched sports, because they won't allow this chick to join the they team. They didn't allow her. She didn't qualify. There's examples left, right to your fucking okay. center to show you why. We're back to not living in reality on reality's terms. Dude, if she, it, it doesn't matter how good she is. If she didn't qualify in the qualifying race, she ain't on the team. You can't go to the Olympics and not qualify for it. That's one year. Why not go back and run again? I don't know the woman. I don't know her motivations. And you're acting like you do, and when we go, what's her motivations? You go, oh. Maybe she saw a quicker path to gold being on the bobsledding team because she could use her same skills as a fucking hurdle runner on the bobsled team. Like, dude, you're making declarations like you got fucking stone-cold facts in your corner, and then when we're like, okay, what's the facts? You go, oh. That's what I'm saying. Now, if you want to parse all this with this is all speculation, fine. I'm, I'm down to sit here and play the what-if game. But I'm not going to play the what-if game and, and try to pass it off as I know. You don't know shit. You're guessing. It is speculation, but from what I've seen and with the runners that, that have been in this country that have qualified, that have went, it doesn't, it just, something's wrong. You're right, something's wrong. And for whatever reason, okay, your mind automatically goes to the people in control are fucking around, okay? Chris and my mind seem to be going to, if I'm, I don't mean to speak for you, but they, they, our minds seem to be going to, there's more going on behind the scenes than we know, and we don't know who's fucking around, and it could be multiple fucking situations. I'm just, like, just from a regular job standpoint, unless it's something super egregious, you don't generally get fired over one thing. It's been a bunch of things building up. You know, unless they catch you, like, straight up stealing money, or like, or you know, like fucking grabbing like you know somebody's boob, you know. I mean, ask yourself, ask yourself this, Earl. Maybe, maybe this is a, maybe this is a learning moment for you. I don't know. There's a quote, okay? Arthur Conan Doyle, famous creator of Sherlock Holmes, greatest fucking fictional detective in the history of the fucking of whatever. Ooh. All right, yeah. And his famous quote that he put in the mouth of that detective was. When you're looking for the truth, and here's a direct quote, 
once you eliminate the impossible, whatever's left, no matter how improbable, is your answer. If there's something going on with the the women's Olympic track team, okay, we don't know about it. But I do know what the what all U.S., Russian, Japanese, Chinese, whatever Olympic teams do, which is do whatever they fucking can to get the best people on their team to win gold. So if they're keeping her off the team and using the weed as an excuse, what else is going on? Yeah, and the fact that why would they not want her there? Yeah, they would you're give her an edge because you're assuming why? Because it's not about racism. You've said that. No one bring up racism from here on out regards to this subject. It's out of the discussion. Okay? It's like my dick and Jennifer Conley, it never existed. <laughs> okay. Now, it's not racism. Is it sexism? No, it's a woman's team. Sexism. Get it out your motherfucking cock-sucking mouths. Okay. Then what is it, dude? Favoritism? I don't know, dude. I'm, I'm not okay. part of the... Thank you. You're giving me something no now. Like, that. at least that's something to go on besides... Grunts and half fucking half chuckles because I, uh, I was like, what is what are you trying to say? You feel there's fuckery going on. We feel there's fuckery going on. You feel the fuckery is more on the end of the, the, the people making the decisions. That's what it comes down to is what we're saying here. Am mm -hmm. I correct? OK, yes. uh, to me, it has if the, uh, any Olympic fucking organ team wants the best on their team and will fucking lie, cheat, beg, borrow and steal to get that person on that team. So for them to turn down someone who's proven once she's the fastest person on the planet, yeah, I mean, there's got to be and, other shit going and on. And let's bring this up to the IOC, not exactly the most ethical bunch of people either. And they still don't want to deal with, like, the... You, Bellicaroli. <laughs> let's say, there's... Rich is... It's a long way around. Rich is saying, where there's smoke, there's fire. I think that's what we're, we're getting at here. And, and, and I know smoke is probably the wrong, or maybe the right metaphor to use here. But... Fast smoke, yeah, I guess. Yeah, like yeah, she is if, fast. Yeah, she she would give that team an edge. She, like you said, she is the fastest woman in the world. Why would you not want her on your team? I think just the weed is they've been. It was the weed. It was the rope they gave. She gave him the hanger. Like she's probably a horrible teammate. Probably a whole bunch of other shit. And this was just an excuse. Like, oh, finally something something actionable we can get rid of you. Now here's my problem with that. Okay, we tell people we tell we tried to well. We used to tell people and children, especially children, take responsibility for your actions, blah, 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 blah. But she stepped up. She took responsibility. She admitted, I did something stupid. I knew it would fuck me or had a very high probability of fucking me. And I'm sorry. Okay. We're glad you're sorry. Please don't make that mistake again. But every action has consequences. Yeah, they said that acknowledging your accountability is only half of it. It doesn't, it, it doesn't free you from consequence. It just makes you ethical. It, it makes you an actually decent person that you are going to acknowledge that you did something wrong and now you're going to take your punishment instead I mean, of I, this, this whole society now that thinks nothing is their fault and everything is something or somebody else's fault and it can't be me because I'm so wonderful. Yeah. And I mean, can we be honest? Okay. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest here. If, if this was a 21-year-old fucking kid in fucking the N NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, whatever, we'd all be sitting here going, well, that's a dumb fucking rule, but what the fuck, bro? How'd you get caught? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we would have never sat here and fucking opined for 45 minutes about whether or not she he was being treated unfairly. We'd be like, how dumb are you to get caught? <laughs> no, we're still sitting here going, who's the stupid fuck who gave the high guy the fucking Stanley Cup? Now look at it.
Yeah. Uh, uh, the, uh, well, the, the other question the else. High guy in Tampa right now is the entire city. Yeah. <laughs> Before we move on to that, so the other question I'd be asking is, like, how'd you get caught in the NBA? What are you, stupid? <laughs> the, the NBA don't even look for it anymore. In Darren McCarty's book, this is in the 90s and 2000s, NHL. It wasn't considered a performance-enhancing drug, but it was a banned substance. So every time he'd take a piss you know, test. You know what? I'm going to put this to bed. In the words of the great Robin Williams, weed is not a performance-enhancing drug. That's it not- guarantees you to finish dead last in any yeah. sport. Unless, of course, you put a chocolate bar at the end was of the it, fucking runway. That, 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 that was never the argument, but I get what you're saying. Well, that's the way it was presented by quite a few media outlets. And I'm like, really? Really? And, and I, the IOC... Well, you I tell the people who wrote it don't know what weed is. I would call it a banned substance before I'd call it a performance-enhancing drug. I w- okay, no, I would agree with that. Apparently when the IOC talk- thinks it's a performance-enhancing drug. Robin Williams was referring to when the Canadian snowboarder got uh, his gold medal taken away. Yeah. For, use it, for smoking weed. Well, this said, is- unless there's a chocolate bar at the end of the runway... And then I'm there. <laughs> you know, well, it's not, I mean, not a performance answer. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just going to be honest. Um, if a guy taking six foot bong rips and a chick smoking a joint are two of the best in the world at what they do physically and athletically, can we put this weed as fucking harmful as alcohol and any other drug bullshit to bed? Because... Dude, lung capacity seems to be working fine for both of them. Stamina seems to be working fine for both of them. Yeah, yeah. they both have a sport that need both badly. I mean, and you're right, Chris. I didn't even think about that. I All the stories I read that called it a performance-enhancing drug said the IOC considers it a performance-enhancing drug. Not that Team USA considers it a, a performance-enhancing drug. So it might be. You're right. I, I didn't even think about that. Thank you. It might be the the corrupt ass IOC fucking just IOC gonna IOC. You know what I'm saying? It's just that's how it is. IOC fried weed. That, that's what the question I would. I mean, ask and them. this is probably more too. All the racism and all that other bullshit. This is probably more about we're the IOC and these are our rules and you broke them. You can't play. That's really what it probably is. Yeah, the IOC does not like being take all your, shrugged off. Take all your isms and, and, and ifs out of it. That's really what it probably is. We're the IOC. Yeah, they're like the NCAA or FIFA. They think they're above anything. They really do. I mean, and they're, dude, they're one of the most powerful fucking non, like, that, that ain't Disney-type corporation, And but they are a corporation, but they're, you know what I'm saying? They're, I guess they're a, definitely a big player in sports world. FIFA, them, and the NCAA and NFL, I'd say, are probably the biggest four on the planet in sports world. So, there you go. But, all right, yeah. Okay, Jesus fucking Christ. Let me hold on a sec. Let me hit some performance enhancing drugs after that. <laughs> right. Well, it is for it is for podcasts. That puppet show of a fucking penance we just fucking put on for you. Sorry, Jesus. It, that if you listen through that, you must have done something bad in a former life. <laughs> so, anyways, in Tampa, they're acting like it's the end of the fucking world, and they feel fine. And you know what, I, dude, more power to them. Tampa's fucking like little mini title town now, but bro. You got the Stanley Cup. That goes back quite a ways. Can we not drop the motherfucker? <laughs> it's the it's in Florida. The answer's no. <laughs> well, dude, some of the best places, it ended up in a strip club in Vancouver. 
with strippers fucking like humping the cup. This is before cell phone video. Ended up at, in 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 the bottom of a pool in in Dallas. At at uh, uh, yeah, they, the Dallas Stars were partying with Pantera of all people, and brought the cup, and they were like, "Throw it in the pool, see if it floats." So Rex, who, who's left? Rex and Phil? Like the, the, that, oh no, dude, this was '99. Oh oh, so yeah, the Abbots are dead. Yeah yeah yeah. Like, no, yeah. I'm talking about in the history of the stand. Like, oh oh, gotcha this gotcha. Is, this ain't the first time the shit is, you know some foul shits happened, and I don't know how factual this is. I've never heard this until the other day online. Take it for what it is. Uh, and I was reading an article about it in the comment section. One guy's like, well, it's a good thing the real cup never leaves Montreal. And I'm like, oh, so now we got conspiracy theories about fake cups and shit. It was, 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 was there a fucking another po- guy on the power play on the grassy knoll, Montreal? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you salty cocksuckers. You got called out for losing the, the Stanley Cup. And you should have been for the way you acted when you won game four. You didn't win the Stanley Cup. You have to make a historic comeback. Act like you fucking scored a goal before. Skate off the ice and prepare for game five. What'd they do? Partied like they just won the cup. Went down to Tampa and got butt fucked. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. Badly. Oh, well. That's what you get. 27. We are, we're, we're the Yankees of the NHL. Well, how, and that and five bucks will get you a small fucking coffee at Starbucks. Two cups in a row. Are we still hanging this on Steve Eiserman? Can we? Uh, well, the fact that there's I, 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 we don't have time because we have a hard out, but there's a lot of payroll fuckery going on behind the scenes in Tampa with contracts and putting players during the regular season on injured reserve and bringing them out during the playoffs and apparently that doesn't count towards the salary cap. So the team that was on the ice in the playoffs was 18 million over the salary cap for the regular season. The only reason I bring that shit up is that shit ain't got nothing to do with Iserman. That's them moving around the pieces that he put on the chessboard. He made, I mean, he ain't been there in two years. Yeah. He made a lot of those signings. He made a lot of those moves. He, he okayed the draft into those guys. Well, he's a GM. He drafted those guys. But there's more to it than that. And I think, like, pretty much his fingerprints are a little bit on this cup. Not as much as the previous one. And, I, like, the farther away from you get, yeah. I Next cup, if they if they win next, God, if they win next year, Jesus fucking Christ. Florida will fucking become a hockey goddamn state all of a sudden. <laughs> like, it, like, everybody will be love hockey in Florida because that's, that's a front-running fucking state. Sorry if you're from Florida. I live down there. Hey, my, my team. My football team's down there, but y'all are some front-running motherfuckers. I mean, we I, we got to ask this question, right? All the things you just went over and the fact that it's been Florida for two years. You think that thing's been peed in? Oh, mom, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. The next oh, logical you know question, do you think someone shit in it? Interesting. Yes, baby. Diaper. It's documented. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. Oh, baby yeah. has. Yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I yeah. About that. I, you, no, no, no. I do remember I, that. I, I, I was going to say, interesting side note, out of all of this, I've never found anything where somebody has dropped it on the ice, Rich. No, it's never been dropped I, on the I ice when they're standing around. I don't get it. As tired as they are, as beat up as some of these guys have been, grueling game seven, triple yeah. overtime, and they're dead. Because they're not drunk when they're... And they when this cup. Because they're it not waits. drunk and adrenaline takes over once you win. That's why. Yeah. 
But adrenaline. What, and I'm, I'm still going with my first comment. They're not drunk. But a little, <laughs> you know, they they fog went from blue line to blue line in the game because of a crack or something or their skates aren't sharp or whatever. And they don't have the stick to balance out. Nothing. I want the blood but, alcohol content of the person who dented the cup. And that will <laughs> that will boy that will boy my argument. It's not just the the drunk thing. I'm thinking with all of the teams, all of the players. Yeah, dude, they've never dropped it. Okay, God, what is there? An, is there another point to this? That's the fucking point I was trying to make. It. It's not. <laughs> we got a hard out. Let's go. Well, I'm just saying, it's not that they're drunk or anything. I just can't believe it that yeah. there's never a drop on that ice. Any ice. Ever. And before the Red Wings picked it up in the '50s and skated around with it. No one had ever done that either. What is it's like? You know what I'm saying? Like this isn't fucking like, dude. The Stanley Cup didn't used to be this big, and it never gets any bigger. They retire rings of it to the fucking Hockey Hall of Fame. That way, it stays the same size and relatively the same weight. And yeah, you're absolutely right. The one time that it came close that I saw was in 2002 because Scotty Bowman knew he was retiring after winning that cup, and he went to the locker room. Between winning the game and the cup presentation, and he put on his fucking skates, and go back and look at the on YouTube. Look it up. Look up the the video of the Red Wings celebration from 2002. He's got the cup, and it's up in the air, and there yep. are a lot of motherfuckers following him, making mm -hmm. sure that if he the cameraman even pans down at one point, and you see him step over a camera fucking cord or cable, and they were like, "Well, it's a good thing they did." The coach Bowman didn't slip there. That'd be the first time the cup's ever been dropped during the celebration. And it's like, yeah, dude, I, that's a big thing. The guy that does that is going to be infamous in hockey history. <laughs> Rich, you lived in Florida. What do yeah. you think is the most Florida thing this cup has done? Mm, cocaine. <laughs> in, my, yep. in Miami. <laughs> Like, here's the thing. Yeah, Tampa's nowhere near Miami, but Florida is Florida. <laughs> right. <laughs> they call I-4 the Coke Corridor for a reason. You know what I'm saying? So that's what they used to. You know, and I-4 runs right across the state into Tampa. So, yeah. Um, yeah, pro pro I, dude, probably, like, it, I know that there's been, uh, apparently, I can't remember who it was. It's a story from the 70s. I think it was one of the Flyers uh, supposedly involved it in the sex act. That's about right for Philly. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, I... It is the town that threw batteries at Santa Claus and punched a police horse. I'm like, I, I never heard any explanation of what sex act it would have been. <laughs> I'm imagining anything anything on the Stanley Cup, any hole that anything on the, the Stanley cup. cup can fit in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm thinking he beat off into the cup. That's the only possible. Well, you think they had some bukkake session and it's in some fucking hey, all, super fan. Hey, come to my room. Man. We're all going to beat off into the cup. <laughs> to make this bitch drink it. <laughs> uh, there you Oh, you might have just hit on it. <laughs> We're all going to jerk off into the Stanley Cup and you're going to drink it because I paid you $1,000 for the night. I'm gonna need more than a thousand if I'm that. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> if I'm that. Hey, guess I'm what? Rate, rate just doubled. Uh but, uh, yeah, there's there's going to be some interesting moves in the NHL. Uh, Tampa's got to deal with their fucking salary cap issues. But to me, the the, the two biggest stories in the offseason are going to be o Ovechkin's an unrestricted free agent and apparently gave an interview saying that he would – it's his hockey dream to play in Montreal one day. 
Uh-oh. take from that what you will. Um, and you have it's called planting uh, seeds. Shooter and Parisi getting cut by the Wild. And if you know hockey, you know who they are. But for the uninitiated, they were the the prize. The, what was it? Summer 2013, I believe. They were the prize off-season uh, free agents. And up here in Detroit, oh my god, the battle cries to sign both of them was fucking ridiculous. I remember. And they ended up both signing with Minnesota. Apparently Minnesota is cutting contracts and just saying, we're done with you. Thanks for nothing. Have a nice fucking career wherever you can land. And I doubt they're going to fucking pull a, you know, let's go fucking take our talents somewhere. They'll probably split up, but I can't help but think that it's not necessarily their fault that Minnesota, the Wild, didn't have success on, on their tenure because... It's the Minnesota Wild. I mean, I'd start with who's the coach. <laughs> you can have all the great talent in the world. If they don't get any direction, they're just going to fucking well, do dude, you ha- Yeah, Edmonton, looking at you. Uh, dude, fucking Jesus Christ. Sometime, sometimes a winning coach ain't the right coach. Think about um, Babcock out in Toronto. Yeah. His, he had a fucking A-plus pedigree in the NHL. The only two teams he'd ever coached in the NHL. Uh, the Ducks and the Red Wings. Went to the cup finals with the Ducks, won a cup with the Red Wings, and went to another cup finals. Goes to, goes to Toronto with all their fucking shit, that, all the draft picks, high draft picks, young talent they had, <laughs> the shit's the best. And then the, the move that is really interesting, sorry, Edmonton. Edmonton got our old GM, Ken Holland. And Ken Holland went out to Edmonton and did Ken Holland things. Like trading for Duncan Keith, a... Well, the 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 shambling body that used to be Duncan Keith from Chicago and bringing him to Edmonton, and it's like, and that's gonna solve your fucking problems, and you're gonna take on that ridiculous contract he's got. That's wonderful. So yeah, there's it's gonna be an interesting off season. If Ovechkin ends up in Montreal, I really like Ovechkin. I really don't like Montreal. <laughs> But it's goddamn man. Like, don't make me fucking don't don't do that. Come on, come on. Make him a capital for life. Just sign him for the rest of his career, Washington. <laughs> and I mean, you know, then then I mean this is this is only interesting if you're really into the fucking Red Wings, but apparently Tyler Bertuzzi has interest from other teams. I've heard five different fucking teams are up to five teams are interested in him. Eiserman's not a dumb GM. He's never, at least he doesn't have any track record of being one. If he's smart, you play every offer you get on the other four until you get the best offer and there's no more left. Like, dude, if you're going to move them and you got that many teams interested, it's a seller's market. Get get your money, boo-boo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, get, fuck you, pay me. You want them? You coming up off some shit. How much you want them? You want them? And you can fucking have them. I mean, because, like, dude, I don't. I, I wish Eisenman really talked like that. He might. We don't know. <laughs> Once again, Eisenman was smart enough to shut the fuck up and just say what he needed to in front of the cameras. Behind the scenes, apparently, he's a different guy. There's been stories that have come out now that he's been retired for coming on 20 years about how much shit he would talk on the ice. We didn't hear that in Detroit when we were younger. Not at all. Like, some of it was like Joey Kosher's like, you know how many times Bob or I had to go out there and fucking back his ass up because he was talking shit to somebody? <laughs> and I'm just thinking. But that's why he had the Bruce Brothers. What are you doing? I'm like, I wonder how much shit he was talking when he had Stu Grimson over there. Not much because he was a healthy scratch most nights. 
Like, do we got our enforcer in? No. Okay, I'm going to be quiet this game. Yeah. I'm just going to play hockey. <clears throat> but, yeah, no. So there's going to be some interesting moves. But, I mean, local teams, eh, we completely forgot about it. Is the MLB draft just came. Enough to say this real quick. Detroit went full on. We're going with the fucking uh, uh, Astros model of how to build a winning franchise. They drafted a fuck ton of pitching. That's what they're counting on getting them through. So there's that. But to me, as fucked up as this is to say, if you look, I know baseball is a grind. It's a long season. But if you look at their record, Tigers, have they've actually shown improvement this season. I think if out of the Red Wings and the Tigers, I would trade someone like Tyler Bertuzzi if I was Iserman because you ain't nowhere close to fucking competing for a cup. Tigers might actually be close enough to where they could pick up like a lower tier free agent Especially, you know, they, since they're wanting that, that, that shortstop spot filled, go pick up one with a decent bat that you can get on a decent fucking dime and compete for the central. We need to, we, they need a Pudge. They need the yeah. person that's going to get other people to come here. Well, Pudge was just a goddamn fucking, that was just divine intervention dropped in their lap because Pudge was exactly what they needed. He was the rah-rah guy. He's a good clubhouse guy. And he was a leader who was like, I don't accept any excuses about me. Look at my hardware. What's your excuse? I mean, but he brought Maglio, and then after uh-huh. that, it was on. Like, once Pudge and Maglio were here, I mean, it was fucking game on. All, all oh, the yeah, free Pudge. agents started showing up. 2004 Pudge, 2005 Mags, Farnsworth, uh, 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 homeboy who used to close for the Angels, who per- Percival. Yeah, anybody blew out his arm. Yeah, 2006, I mean, it... it Polanco we traded for in the middle of the season, picked up Sean Casey right before the fucking at the trade deadline, blah, 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 on and on and on. It all you're right. It all started with Pudge, but Pudge was the right guy. They got to say if they want that again, they got to sign the right guy. Didn't Pudge replace Brad Osmus? Mm -hmm. I believe so. No, no. I think in 2000. Well, I think you're right. Yeah. I know that he played. He did play for uh, Tigers catcher position afterwards. After for Matt. After. Lance Parrish and Matt Noakes, after that, the Tigers' catcher position was garbage until Pudge showed up. That's why I remember it. I mean, it was Ange just... was playing catcher for a while. Remember that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, it was just, it was a wasteland. I remember, oh, my God, we got a catcher. Holy shit. Well, Awesomeness is a good defensive field general type catcher. But he was, he was, I mean, he was, he was just like he was as a manager. Yeah. Oh, there was nothing. Yeah, he wasn't great. He wasn't amazing with a bat. But what's more, I, we, we, we really get lost in the minutia of this. But if, in a catcher, if I'm, as long as he's not my, if he's Johnny Bench or, or, or Pudge Fisk, you know, Carlton Fisk, okay, I'll build a team around him. If not, I'm happy if I got one, I got two things. He can manage a fucking pitching rotation and bullpen. He knows how to call to their strengths and weaknesses, and he's respected by them. And two, he's a good defensive catcher who's behind that plate. He's your field general positioning players between batters. I'll take a fucking guy who's barely hitting above the Mendoza line for that at that position. I really will. Look, look, at, look at MLB history, especially the last like 50, 60 years. How many former catchers are now managers? There's a reason That's for true. that. Yeah. There's a reason for you're it. Kind of, so, you're kind of you're micromanaging the game for the manager. Yeah, so, and I think that's another reason Tigers had success because Leland knew he had total faith in Pudge, 
total faith in fucking Pudge. Because think about it. Once Pudge left, Avila, that was our big fucking, that was our, 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 our big catcher during that time. I liked him because he, he f- fulfilled requirements that I require out of a, out of a catcher. But he, was, he didn't set the world on fire, and he damn sure wasn't the clubhouse guy that Pudge was. Nope. At all. He's not a draw. He's not a reason to sign with a franchise. So, yeah. It, so now that I've bored the, you know, everybody with the local shit, yeah, that's about it. I'm, right. uh, that's cool. We got to get out of here. <laughs> it's true. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, find us on social media. Hey, on, wait, 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 wait. Oh, what? Son's still going to win, just so you know. All right. Thanks, ref. You got the NBA one extra game. Don't leave it in the hands of the officials, Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, well, sometimes you don't have a choice. That's a th- really. I mean, that, you had to watch the game. The Bucks whooped him by twenty the the previous game. Yeah, Just right. Saying. Now it was so close this game because of the refs. Anytime that the Suns got any kind of lead, refs right there, not calling okay. the foul, call, calling mistakes on who's got the possession, who ball went off of. That's why you need to watch the game and not just look at the stats. Wasn't it a West anyway, Coast? Wasn't it a West Coast game? I, I told you in the chat. I don't care if wasn't the it a West Coast. Answer the question. Wasn't it a West Coast game? So you're saying the home officials have it out for the home team? M- Milwaukee, dude. It's kind of a northern type of game. I don't know. Okay, you didn't answer the question. You just spat out a point. So it wasn't a West Coast game. No, I don't think it was a West Coast game. Oh my game. God, Jesus Christ! I thought you watched the game. I don't know what you determine the West Coast, West Conference, West. What? Because if it's in, because if it was in Phoenix, you're saying that the home refs are against the home team, no, and that's ludicrous. I'm not saying the, uh, what I'm saying is, and I said it in the chat, whether the Phoenix. It was in Phoenix. Won, you're, 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 you're. No, that's the next game. Hold on. My fucking god, dude. No, it wasn't Milwaukee. Whether Milwaukee or Phoenix, and I said this in the chat before the end of the game, it didn't matter who won. That ref. Core needed to be fucking fired. Why? I don't care. If why? He- I don't have time for this, but why? Because <laughs> they missed so many fucking calls, dude. So many. Based on your opinion? Based on fact, homie. Watch the game. People touch it last and they call it the other way. People, it goes off people's foot. They were like, I don't know. It's still their ball. What? You know they use instant replay, right? Yeah, but you have to challenge it. You only get two challenges. And if you miss it, if you're wrong, you lose a timeout. Okay, so the obviously these these errors weren't that egregious for the fucking opposing coach to challenge it. Goddamn game one time, please. Well, I'm just they saying, were they, if they were that egregious, wouldn't the coaches challenge? If they have the ability to challenge it, especially in a game where it it came down to like it was tied like the whole game. Stakes that a challenge would not have fixed it. They get of course, of course, that's what you come back with. They get two challenges. Two. They made two egregious errors back to back. And none of them were challenged, so the coaches agreed with the refs. Because they didn't have time. Watch the goddamn game. If it's in the last if it's in the last few minutes, what are you what are you what are you afraid of? What are you afraid of if it's in the last few minutes? I want to challenge the ball was already put back into play by the goddamn ref, dude. Watch the goddamn game. They didn't have time. You're again making a grand statement based on your opinion. Get a grand statement. I'm stating the facts. You're the saying the refs game. have it out for a team, and you have no evidence but your opinion. The refs fucking sucked. They didn't have it out for a team. Didn't have it out for the Suns. Didn't have it. What out you for are the saying world. is an opinion. It is your opinion of the referees. Fucking opinion, dude. Watch the goddamn game, please. When you watch the game one time, then we can have this conversation. 
It's not, not an opinion. It's not an opinion, Chris. Watch the game so your opinion can match his opinion. <laughs> it's not an opinion. And it's a fucking fact. I'm not saying they were for Milwaukee. I'm not saying they were for fucking Phoenix. I'm saying they fucking sucked. You said the refs they gave them that game. You said anytime Phoenix got a lead, the refs made a call against him. You literally said that. Because they did. So then you're saying they're for Milwaukee. No, dude, they sucked, period. They made calls against Milwaukee that were like, huh? You're just mad because you're saying the Suns are going to win in four and now it's tied. Yes, That's why you're mad. I'm not mad because of that. I'm mad because that sucked. Those refs absolutely. I bet Bucks fans disagree. Dude, three games, I ain't said shit about ref. Even last one when they won. This one, the fucking refs fucking blew. You can't say shit about a game where they blow out somebody by 20 points. I can't have a discussion with the, about refs in a game with somebody who doesn't watch the fucking game. Okay, cool. So follow us on social media, on Twitter, at Sporgy Podcast. Uh, like us on Facebook, uh, email Sporgy at ChristopherMedia.net if you'd like to drop us an email. Go to ChristopherMedia.net, hit the PayPal button, hit the Amazon banner if you would like to help us out. Please and thank you. And uh, listen wherever you listen to us, rate us, review us. That's how uh, you help people find the show. Uh, and that's how the world operates now. You, you, you go into something new, you want to know what other people think about it, so you know you're, you're getting the good stuff. So five-star reviews, please and thank you. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Later, guys. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.